today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a new episode with guests Tony Martin and Dilruk Jai Singer. But before we get into that, we have to tell you about some stuff that we are doing all over the country. In just a few short days, we are going to be in the capital of South Australia. Carl, what's it called? Adelaide. It is the home of pre-sales. Mm-hmm. They love it. Well, this is it. So by this point, we're into, what, four days before the show, and this is when they start to pull their little trick of coming out of the woodwork, clicking that book button, putting the credit card details in, and getting their little fannies onto those seats in the rhino room. Let's just give everyone in Adelaide like a minute silence here so they can go to their computers and book the, book the tickets right oh, now. And anyone who's not in Adelaide, if you know people in Adelaide, you can text them and say, go to this fucking show. Yeah. Okay, just give it a few seconds silence. Right, okay. Oh, I've just checked the sales reports and it's worked. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? It's worked. Guys, we've sold out. Don't, don't hit us up. In, no, we haven't. Please go and get it. Adelaide, come on. Come this on. Saturday, March the 4th at the Rhino Room, a big double live episode, heaps of guests from around the Fringe Festival. It's going to be awesome. Adelaide shows are always super fun. Yeah. it's And for people that are listening in the future to, to going through the backlog, if you found this podcast in the future and you're going back through it, it's 2017 is this episode. Uh, uh, that's that's the uh, what, what is it March the fourth two thousand and seventeen in Adelaide, and um, you know just skip forward and see how it went. Right yes, now. yeah, or it's, skip to the episode on the other side of this yes. and hear us discussing frankly how we thought it went. Or skip to go go to social media and find all the bitching and moaning we did <laughs> at just before, during, and after. Yeah, um, but Adelaide, yeah, look, tons of fun. It's going to kick off our little festival run uh, for two thousand and seventeen that we always do, mm-hmm. um, uh, so, sort of. Uh, the beginning of our tour. Tour, yeah, yeah, that's a better <laughs> word for it. That's a much better word for it, Tommy. The much are less you, incriminating term for are it. Are you allowed to call it a tour if you're sleeping on someone's couch? Uh, <laughs> I, I believe Nick Cody doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't allow you to call it that. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be awesome. And then two weeks after that, we're in Brisbane at the Haya Bar in, uh, yeah, in sunny Brisbane. Two episodes back to back. Where can tickets for that be found, Carl? And again, like, let's, let, let's give a minute for all the people in Brisbane to go and pat themselves on the back for mm. being good people and selling it out already. Walk over to the fridge, yep. get a little look at that ticket that's sitting there under a yep. fridge magnet and just bask in the glory yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well done, Brisbane. You've, mm. you've done it again. Yep. Um, and hopefully, uh, as we've been saying, hopefully we'll be back mid-year. We're going to bring our... S- you know what? We always bring a bit of a half-assed version of our solo shows to Brisbane uh, as we're working on it. Um, we're we don't even do that. We just do a split-bill yeah. stand-up show. Well, that's very half-assed. A half-assed... Yeah, exactly. A half-assed half-assed. Yeah, <laughs> Um, a so quarter ass of a show. We're going to bring a full asses up there later <laughs> in the year. So watch out for that. You guys love buying tickets. Fuck, if yours, if yours lasts that long, <laughs> the rate it's going. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you haven't torn it into oblivion. Yeah, well, I, I may be bringing my half assed <laughs> but finished show. <laughs> Your mangy, bedraggled, ripped apart asshole. Yeah, it's, it's going all right at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be It's actually sick. going better than my show at the moment. <laughs> 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 show needs a bit of ointment by the sounds of it. Yeah. Uh, and then... April, the month of April, we are doing live episodes of the Little Dum Dum Club every Sunday afternoon, 3pm at the European Beer Cafe. Huge, huge guests if you've ever been to one of our April runs before. So that means April the 2nd, April the 9th, April the... 16th and April the 23rd. And by this point, the asshole is just glistening. Yeah, it's 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 fully gaping every Sunday. <laughs> well, I don't know that, that's great, but sure. Yeah, no, sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, three o'clock. Of course, if you're hanging around afterwards, uh, it runs straight into our solo shows, which is uh, Cal Chandler, 
world's best comedian in the world at uh, immediately afterwards at 4.15 or 4.30, something like that. And then Tommy Daslow's back-to-back straight after that. Um, uh, that's every Sunday. You can go and do the three-hour Dum Dum show basically every Sunday. Um, and, of course, those solo shows are on uh, during the week as well. Mm. Uh, they're Monday to, su- Monday to Saturday at a different time. At uh, I think mine's at 8.15. Tommy's at 9.30. Mm-hmm. Um, so go and see that. That starts, of course, on... Uh, well, what do we do? We do 2nd of April, then we do the 9th of April, and then from the 9th onwards we go right through to April yes. the 23rd. Yes. So it's only 15 shows. or 16. 16 shows. Yeah. 16 shows only in Melbourne, guys. And remember, no Ticketmaster involved mm-hmm. in anything we do. Mm-hmm. Fuck those guys. Fuck Mr. and Mrs. Master. We're all about the little guy. <laughs> yeah. We're all about giving like 25 cents to try booking rather than fucking six bucks to Ticketmaster. Yes. Oh, wow. Six bucks. That'd be nice. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're the, we're the Remember Pearl... when it was that cheap? We're the, we're the Pearl Jam of podcasting. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are no coding this We also – we record our shows every night and we put them up online immediately afterwards the next day. Yeah. That's the thing that they do, isn't it? And we're gradually getting worse as time goes on. <laughs> <laughs> and the basis for our name was jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little Cum Cum Club felt like it was a bit too on the nose, so we kind of scaled it back to make it a little more obscure. <laughs> we just moved one letter down the alphabet and <laughs> totally fooled everyone. Um, so, yeah, that is going to be heaps of fun. We've also got a little bonus show, April the 14th, the roast of Dilruk Jai Singer, who you yes. were about to hear in this episode. And, of course, um, it's American roast style, meaning that um, everyone gets up there and all the guests give, give each other a crack. As mm-hmm. you, if, you've been, if you went to the Carl Chandler 40th birthday roast last year, you will know the format. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be tons of fun. Like we've said last week, we were doing it in the basement of the European Beer Cafe. Uh, we have sold that out, so it's now going up into the big room. Uh, so... We have still got tickets, plenty of tickets available, but man, they are selling at a rate of knots. If knots, uh, something that goes quick. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've never known that one. Selling Did you at a write rate that of before knots. I got here? Yeah, <laughs> it, you know, at a rate of knots. What what does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? What what is knots? I mean, I know knots is something nautical. But a rate of knots. Like knots is just a way of measuring something, isn't it? Welcome back to the Little Sailing Club podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, I told you we were getting worse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that, uh, that is going to be heaps of fun. Of knots, knots is slow though. Like think how slow a boat goes compared to like yeah. how fast you can get a car. Yeah. Like even like a hundred knots. It's I dare say that's a brisk walk. It's selling at a rate of Ferraris. <laughs> there we go. I've completely fixed that one. Um, so go and get that. That's going to be heaps of fun. I, uh, I, we haven't talked about this, but I presume that's unrecorded. It certainly is not going out um, to, for free to anyone. Mm, that's no, for sure. That's so, damn sure. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that is going to be a bit unique. It's going to be late night. It's 11 o'clock at night, so you know there are no holds barred. Late night on a Friday too. So if you can't make the drunk cast because you have a job that you give a fuck about yeah. on a Monday morning, yeah. make this, this is your kind drunk of the cast. next best thing. Yeah, Make this your drunk cast. I yeah. mean, we sure will be. We'll stick around afterwards and do stuff. Well, we will. Uh, it's Good Friday. Yeah. It is so from one crucifixion hey, to another. more like once we get involved, more yes. like yes. Bad Friday. Oh, <laughs> Mad Magazine, how did you get in here? <laughs> Um, okay, so that's going to be awesome. All that yes. stuff is on sale now, littledumdumclub.com. But, yes. hey, you know, if you're hearing all these dates and these shows and you're thinking, ah, you know what, I love as much as I love going and seeing podcasts in Australia, I've just – I'm a bit – you know, I love this great sunburnt land, but I'm yep. a bit sick of it. And I you, wish there was a way of me going abroad. Are, are you thinking – are you sitting there thinking, these podcasts are a little bit too far away from the equator for my life? <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> 
We got the fucking answer for you, buddy, for your weird little fetish. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, that's right. You're the weird one, not me. We are going to do a uh, podcast in Thailand. Uh, in, the, so the Kosamui, we've been very lucky enough to be booked by the organisers from the Kosamui Podcast Festival. Mm-hmm. We are headlining, I believe. Uh, I don't know that that's come through yet. Okay, right. We, don't, we haven't received the playing times, right. but um, okay. hopefully, right. we need to put in our writer requests too. By the way, oh, for really? what we want, yeah. What? What? Oh, gee, there's a lot more organising than I thought to do. Yeah, with this, yeah, right. exactly. So we've. We've got a we've got a writer request. We've got we've got a we've got to wait to see what time we get. What are we mm-hmm. aiming for? Well, I mean, you know, you want the sweet spot. You want like eight pm. You know, just as the sun's setting down, that kind of that moment that okay. people, like at a festival going ha, going to a lot of festivals as I do. The sort of as the sun's setting and it's right. kind of turning into night. So not necessarily those end up being the sets that people remember the most. Not not necessarily headlining. Well, it's something like Meredith. The headliner comes on at like one am. Right. We don't want to be doing that. Okay. You know, then you then you're free. I think you can enjoy be, the rest of the night. I think we'll be putting on a different show by that time. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Uh, I think that show will be sponsored by a certain Milan Krenčevic mm-hmm. at that time. So who is coming? Who is who is confirmed? People yeah. are asking who are the confirmed guests. Well, we know we don't really need to put in a writer request if we've got Milan coming along, no. do we? Well, yeah. Look, we 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 don't. I don't think you need to. Yeah, yeah. That's right. No requests. You don't get to choose. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. The writer just gets pushed in front of you. Yeah. And you get told if you don't have all of the writer, then the person who supplied the writer is never going to speak to you again. Yeah. And if you say you don't want a writer, <coughs> you get twice as much. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So um, that's anyway. going to be awesome. So the official uh, accommodation of the Kosamui Podcast Festival is, of course, the beautiful, the wonderful Ozo Choeng Samui. Mm-hmm. Resort, yes, uh, which we have gotten an excellent deal for you guys with. Uh, we've been in communications with them, and uh, they are very happy because a bunch of you guys have signed up already. Uh, there are literally dozens and dozens of people coming already. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I think it feels like everyone who books in sort of hits me up to go, I can't believe it. And I think I'm going to be the only one there. But I'm coming. And it's like, no, no, everyone says that. Yeah. There's going to be plenty of people there. There's like married couples coming, which yes. I find very interesting. Yes. <laughs> That's There's, bizarre to We've me. had a lot of messages from someone, from people going, I am dragging along such and such, mm-hmm. going, all right, and, well. and look, it's good to you to let us know, you don't have to use the phrasing dragging along. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make us feel good yeah. to know that roughly half the people there are there under duress not of their own will. It is a weird pitch, though, for someone to come to someone else and go, hey, look, honey, I think we should go overseas and we're going to go and watch something you've never fucking heard of. Like, it's not even a radio show. It's not TV. It's not a band. I'd like to know couples that are coming, like, what they – you know, were they discussing another holiday? Were there other options on the whiteboard? I'd like to know, is there anyone who's booked in for them and a significant other not telling them that this is what it's about? And then booking – now that it's all booked in and we've we've booked in all these non-refundable flights, now I can come clean. You know that podcast that you always make me turn off when you're in the car? We're going to spend four (laughs) days next door to them. In their yeah. pockets for nearly a week. And as we always hear, you know that guy and girl that you always hear on that podcast <laughs> in, the, in, in the car? <laughs> well, that, yeah, it's going to be like, I think some people are going to be put to bed early uh, on, on the night so that we're there. Hey, going. should I get surgery over there? You know how you can get like cheap surgery over there? Yeah. What should I get done? Um, well, you know what? I, I've considered this as well because there's always like, you know, absolute minimum. Like what's the, the mildest sort of surgery or work mm. you can get done, right? Mm. I was thinking teeth cleaning. Teeth cleaning, yeah. Right. Yeah. So they've always got super Teeth cheap. whitening. Teeth, yeah. Well, 
both. Any sort of teeth and stuff. <laughs> it's way cheaper to get someone to brush your teeth for you well, over there. you know it's what I mean. It's probably still true. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, teeth, teeth cleaning, because um, even teeth whitening, I think, well, maybe something can go wrong. But you can't go wrong with teeth cleaning. Well, veneers and stuff as well. Isn't right. it like every kind of big surgery? Yeah. Like huge, huge surgeries, people go over to those kinds of places to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, Which I still think is like, what a roll of the dice. I don't know. Totally. Obviously, you do your research, but... Totally. Oh, know. look, how much research can you do, really? Mm. But, um, yeah, teeth teeth cleaning, I wouldn't mind doing that. Like, if you can go over there and just get them done for 20 bucks or something. That would be pretty great if you and I both get it done. We both get the maximum option. Yeah. And then the next live gig we're at in Sydney, we're just there with these fucking glistening whites. <laughs> now, that's cool. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we don't have to worry about, you know, tech stuff about lighting anymore. We've got, we're just illuminating each other with our neon chompers. Yeah. What if I get a boob job or something over there? Uh, well, <laughs> what do you mean, what if? What if I get a dick reduction? <laughs> <laughs> but, see, that's, that's the other thing. Once you go over there, like, I feel like you've got to get your money's worth by, by you know, that's, that's the thing. Like, I never get a massage here. Mm. As soon as I go to Thailand, I get, like, massages at least mm. once a day. So you'd never get a boob job here. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But, like, you go over and get a massage for, like, eight bucks over there. So, it's like, all right, while I'm here, I've got to make some money, sort of. Yeah. I'm basically paying off my flights by doing this. There was a point where Demi Lardner was talking about if she came with us, going and getting a boob job over there. And Really? We, yeah. Do you remember this? And we had a good laugh. And I was like, that's a funny flight of fantasy. And then I walked away and remembered, oh, yeah, she's got our logo tattooed on her leg. <laughs> Yeah, there's not much space left on her, is there? She's got a <laughs> That's lot. That's why of... she's got a yeah, big yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. More surface area for <laughs> tattoos of logos of podcasts. <laughs> Great. So okay. anyway, so the uh, just to uh, go back on our, our accommodation sponsor, which is the Ozo Chawang Samui Resort. So if you go to their official website through the good people at Ozo, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and you use and you use those dates if you go like May 31, June 5, uh, you well, can... The, yeah, the official dates that stuff is happening are June 1, 2, 3, 4. We're going to be getting in May the 31st. And, you know, you can stay as long as you want after that. But we'll be done by June the 5th. But to be fair, like with... Um uh, if, if you're going to come to the show on June 1st, you sort of need to get in on well, yes, May yes, 31st yes. because there's no flights. And yes. if you're coming from Australia, you can't get there in time. Uh, so... Uh, if you if you go onto the website, if you go onto their official website and book in those dates and use the password podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, uh, you oh, will get... Oh, that's how you spell yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> you will get an amazing deal, an amazing discount. And you are going to... And you'll turn the Ozo Chuang Samui Resort into a little dum-dum club themed theme park. Oh, basically. that's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Yeah. So we will be doing a, a podcast within the resort. Uh, we'll be doing I, – I, I hope to be doing something down like in another location as well. Oh, totally. Because it's like a lovely, lovely resort. I've been there myself. It's, it's awesome. Um, but on top of that, I, I really want to do like a bootleg version, like a like a in, a, in some shithole, in some grimy bar, in some place where yeah. we're doing it and people the, – the people owning it are like, we don't know what the fuck is going on. That's all but I thought this... we were doing. I didn't know we were going to do anything in the hotel. Right. Well, well – <laughs> We, you know what? I think at least one would be a good idea because they are very. It's a, such a slick oh, totally. outfit. Okay, it's yeah. such a professional outfit. But if we're doing it in those other places, there's a bit of a roller dice. Well, I want to just find a bar and convince them to let us do a stand-up show. Totally, that's what I think is. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. my dream. Yes, mm. I think that'll be fine. Like because they they won't speak English, they won't know what's going on. But what they will know is that there's a crazy Serbian guy mm. that just bought every drink in the bar. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. So they'll be like, do what the fuck you want. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's that's uh, yeah. Make sure you're there in time. Get on the 
May 31st. Yep. And uh, also, if, if you're back here and you would like to – because basically we're sort of just funding this ourselves through, you know, we're, t- we're, we're kind of like shuffling away some live ticket money and stuff like that. Uh, and so – We've got a couple of guests that we've confirmed that are going to come along with us, which we'll be announcing soon. But the, we'd love to bring as many people over as we can, which will make which will make the whole thing more fun. So, if you can't come, uh, or even if you are going, and you want to chip in uh, to make this happen, we are going to be doing. We're going to be setting up a GoFundMe page where you can chip in, and for that, we're going to be making a whole bunch of extra content over there. We're not just going to be doing the podcast. We'll be filming stuff. We'll be doing also. We're still working out exactly what that'll be. But if you're back here and you chip in to help us make this happen, you are going to get a whole bunch of extra content sent to you. And a lot of people have hit, hit us up already going, how can we contribute? We want to chuck in a bit of, you know, whatever. So we, we are going to be, by the time you hear this, uh, you will know more about it if you get on the social medias. Uh, you'll find our little fundraising ideas. Um, so if you want to chuck in anything, like Tommy said, we will be giving you extra content. Mm. Um, we'll be filming, we'll be recording, we'll be doing lots of stuff. Um, so please, you know, if you want to chip in, and like, I mean, as Tommy said, we've got guests confirmed and by confirmed, he means, well, you know, we're still paying for their flights and all yes. that sort of stuff. Yes, So that's that's what we're raising funds for. We just – we want to make this happen. We think this is going to be really cool – a really cool thing. This but seemed like a good idea until all of a sudden we went, oh, hang on, we're paying for all this <laughs> out of our own pockets. Well, <laughs> the plan was – the plan was we would tr- – we thought, you know what, if we bring all these podcast listeners over – and, mm. you know, I really think there's going to be quite a lot of people – We'll be able to get a deal with an airline, yep. uh, you know, some sort of sponsor. At the moment, th- that hasn't happened. And yeah. with the airline, that definitely hasn't happened. That won't happen. Uh, having said that, we, you know, if you've got a business, if you've got links to someone and, and you've got an idea for some form of sponsorship, hit us up totally. What we've learned from this experience is that airlines, all of them, yeah. are kind of cunts. Yeah. So yeah. if you've got an option of travelling by plane, I reckon don't do it. Can we get any boat sponsors out in there? In solidarity with this podcast, if you can go somewhere and you can drive or get the boat instead, yeah. just do that. Get the bus. <laughs> get the bus to Thailand. Um, so, uh, ke- you know, we- we'll keep updating you with all the news of this stuff. But um, as Tommy said, we are officially, you know, uh, uh, open for people to chip in. And if you put, uh, you know, a certain amount of uh, money and we it's going to be work like the Patreon, you're going to get bonus po- content. Yeah, yep. that'll people, all be forthcoming, all that information in the next couple of days on the socials. So, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, keep an eye on all that stuff. And especially, we uh, should we say this about the uh, uh, on the Sunday night on okay. Facebook? Um, we are going to do a little telethon on, on as a live video on Facebook. Um, so if you want to if you want to uh, be part of that, if that's how you want to contribute, we're just going to do a a, a, a weird little Kosamui podcast gonna, festival. We're going to go live. Yeah, so get on that. It'll be on the Sunday night. On hey, you know what we should do? We should go because in the past when we've gone live on Facebook, we've walked down to the burger shop near my house. Yeah, let's go get Thai food. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but man, that's going to suck your bandwidth. Crazy. Yeah, I don't care. Oh, okay. No, let's get it delivered. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, better. let's get it Uber Eats. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be happening on March the 5th. Yes. On a Sunday night. Sunday so evening, yeah. If, if you're hearing this, um, uh, you know, early, if you're, if you're one of those ravenous types that gets it on the day, uh, put that in your calendar. We're going to do a fun little telethon thing to raise a little bit of cash for, you know, a few idiot open micers to <laughs> fly overseas with us. Uh, okay, so speaking of raising cash, we have been on Patreon for quite some time now. Thank you again to everyone who chips in. They're, we really appreciate it. It means a lot that people give enough of a shit about the show to chip in a bit of money. We, of course, send out rewards to you every month uh, for certain amounts. You get a bonus episode. You also get a little magazine that we put a lot of effort into. And we, for $2 or more each month, we read your name out at the start of the show, which has become either the favourite part or the most part of the show depending on who you talk to 
I reckon it's it's not that anymore. I think it's either the favorite part or well, they don't hear it anymore. Yeah, yeah. They just skip it. <laughs> it's gone to them. So it's actually there's no negative vibes about it anymore because no one's listening to it. Well, this is this is a real test because we're recording this not long after we put up uh, last week's episode, yes. which had a bit of an interesting incident in the ad. <laughs> and this is the real test for anyone who comments on that: how many people are actually listening to the oh, ad? Yeah, yeah, That's right. what I thought. This is really going to let us know right. how many people just skip right through it. Right. Okay. Right. So, thank you to Patreon subscriber. Jared Murphy, and that's Jared G E Oh, that's a rare one. That is very rare. That's parents that have. What do you think of parents that pick a name and then just go rogue with the spelling? Kill yourselves. You reckon? Yeah. You reckon Jared's parents should kill themselves? <laughs> oh, well, now that you if they haven't already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I reckon he's spending the inheritance on this. <laughs> 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 we still we need remember a few weeks ago we were saying we want to be written into someone's last will and testament right that they have to spend that money on s- contributing to this show still yes we need an update on that yeah. someone has to do it someone write into us and let us know that you're going to do it please please do it I'd love to see that yeah Co- coincidentally just talking about the Patreon Tommy Daslow wrote a very funny uh, uh, will mm. Tommy Daslow's will and last will and testament for the latest magazine so um yeah get onto that but. Jared Murphy. Now, look, am I taking this too far? Could this possibly be Gerard Murphy? I mean... Because that's when... If those parents have killed themselves, they want to somehow come back and kill themselves again. Yeah. Because that's Well, insane. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? It's very tempting to like want to like really stunt on all your friends when you name a kid and just go... You know, it's always parents where their names are like, you know, Tim and, you know, Sue. And then they go, <laughs> look at it, it's called fucking Wibbledy-Boof. And yeah. then you're just committing your kid to a lifetime of having to sound it out phonetically and spell Fuck. it to people on the phone. If that is called... If he is called Gerard, that, that is some Tim action there, some got Tim action. Yeah. Gerard, that would be the... Well, you know what? If I knew someone called Gerard spell like that, I would call them... Garrett anyway but what well yeah why are you why is that even an option for you that it might be Garrett because it's spelled that way g-e-r-r-o-d Garrett Garrod well that's how it's spelt yeah I mean I've never seen that yeah it could be Garrett thanks Garrett thanks Garro hit us up Garrett let us know <laughs> um let's know about your folks as well is this okay? gonna be like McQuirter the Squirter where we've just awoken you know memories of schoolyard <laughs> bullying from when he was in year 10 yeah yeah please hit us up um second of all um thank you to Patreon subscriber Margot Collins Margot Collins yeah I recognize this name do you I think yeah from social media I think I've seen that pop up on the it's Margot without the t on the end M-A-R-G-O. Oh, well, how do you know it's not pronounced Margo? <laughs> yeah, or Marjo. Marjo. Could be Marjo. Marjo. How do you know it's Collins? It could be Collins. Well, <laughs> I'm going to put it out there and say it's not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go large and say no. That's not it. To be fair, this feels like that's how Margo should be spelled. Because yeah. otherwise it's Margot. Yes. Who decided that? Someone French. Boy, there's some hot takes that come out in this yeah. section of the podcast. This is like this. I feel like we're like the Bill Hicks of the phone book. It used to be we would. <laughs> it used to be we would like, kind of riff on pe- like come up with nicknames for people, and now we literally just tear apart the spelling. Yeah, yeah. We've given up. Yeah, <laughs> Collins. Well, you know, Collins is a nice name. I think Collins is a nice. I like the name Margot. I have to say, Do you? I'm a fan of that. It's lady, a bit old school lady called Margot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. I think it's going to come back. Yeah. I think Margot Robbie is going to inspire. Oh us to yeah. Come back. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, you're right now. I keep thinking of Margot Kidder, who played Lois Lane in Superman, who then went insane and shaved her head and hid under a bush one day. <laughs> That's what I think of Margot. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. 
Yeah. Uh, that's the patron saint of Margot's for me. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Margot. But thanks, Margot. Uh, thank you to oh back to back female. Like how Margot gets a, I like how Margot gets a sorry for her reminding you of someone <laughs> from the fucking fifties or whenever that was. The guy who who twice you said his parents should kill themselves. No sorry for him. <laughs> that's how this works. Um, that's how that's how the Bill Hicks of the phone book works. Mm-hmm. So thank you to ooh, Jenny Zan. Jenny Zan. Z H A N. Mm-hmm. Mm, Jenny Zan. I know Jenny. I've met Jenny on several occasions. Have you? Yeah. She really? comes to our live shows. What's she like? She's very nice. And uh, is the name appropriate for her? Jenny? Yeah. Yeah, she's a female. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's great. She uh, she gave me a gift at a live show once. She oh. gave me, you know those, do you know those face masks? Thanks for fucking nothing, Jenny. Yeah, your parents should kill themselves. <laughs> hey, I didn't say that. You know those, it's like a face mask thing that's like you, that's like popular in Japan. It's like got all this... Like a kabuki thing. It's weird because you pull it. No, it's like in a little sachet and you pull it out and it's wet when you get it out of the pack. Oh, what? It feels real gross. A wet mask. Yeah, wet mask and you just kind of leave it on your face and it like cleans out your pores. Oh. But the reason she got it for me was because it had, um, it was Gudetama themed, that little Japanese egg oh, right. cartoon character that I'm obsessed with. Yep. So they make ones of like Hello Kitty and fucking the Cookie Monster and stuff and it's like, right. hey, clean out your pores while looking like a dumb fuck cartoon character for half an hour. Right. Okay. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, Jenny. I look forward to my present. <laughs> look, looking forward to my what gift. Would you, if she's the... going to get you a face mask with something on it, what would you want it to be? Ooh, good question. Face mask with something like a like a make like with a pattern on it, or making you look like making you else. look like someone. Look like someone else. Yeah. Oh, who wears a mask that's cool? Who's someone that I want to look like? Um, a mask. Who wears a mask? Fuck, I don't think anyone. No, they don't have to wear a mask. It's just like the mask that you have on. Yeah. Just looks like the face of something else. Jesus Christ, just pick something you like. I'm trying to think pick of something a I like. a soccer player or something. I don't think I like anything. <laughs> <laughs> pick, you, uh, pick your fucking self. That's what you want to say. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that would be good. That would be good if someone had made that effort to make a mask of me. Sure, I'd wear it. All right. I wonder if this comes – they're so easy. I mean, it must be so easy to print on those things. I wonder how hard it would be to, like, get on the net and make your own ones and make, yeah. make face masks of us. Yeah, a wet one. Mm. I want a wet... But they make your pores worse. <laughs> <laughs> they fuck up your face more. Yeah, it's just just full of fast food shit. It's all full of sugar. Sugar mask. Wet sugar mask. Grease and semen just yeah. oozing down your oh, face. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, speaking of, here's the last one. Here's the last Patreon subscriber mm-hmm. um, for this week. Uh, whoa. Okay. Yep. All right. Just going to have to pronounce this one properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a bit of a coincidence. It's, it's, it's um, well, it's the same first name as we had last week on the last week's show. That, that foreign name. I don't think we got to the bottom of what country it was from. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Okay. So, it's, it's again, it's someone called I'm, and I would say no relation, obviously. Well, because by first name. Yeah. Unless they're from a culture where you say the names the other way around. Oh, right, right, right. So, they could be... Re- Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Do we pause this? What do we do? I don't know. <laughs> oh, we better pause it. Be- yeah. Mates, welcome into another episode of the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow, and sitting next to me is the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Good dickhead. Now, where were we? We were just finishing off the ad and our guests arrived round at your house, so we had to quickly put an end to it. Yes. Do you want to just finish it up right quickly now before we bring them in? Not really. <laughs> 
<laughs> I thought I'd have more time to think of a punchline of what I was about to say. Okay, we were about to read out an explicit uh, Patreon subscriber name, and yeah. uh, those are, those are usually oh, a bit so smutty. We didn't even get to that part yet. We didn't even get to that part. No, we, 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 we'd given out the first name, which was I'm. Well, then maybe we maybe we can tease this for next week. Yeah. We could go out and come in again. <laughs> I think that's what's going to be in the name as well. A bit of that. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. No, I remembered it now. I remember okay, the yes, name. Yes, here we go. I, I remembered the name. Okay. Of the cool. Yep. First name I'm. Second name. Proud to introduce the two guests on this show: oh. Derek Josinger and Tony Martin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seamless. Wow. The Glad con- to be here at Carl's house and as is oh, traditional, geez. got to choose one of the DVDs <laughs> yep. at random. What is it? Oh, oh my God. It's The Fault in Our Stars. Oh. <laughs> is that one of yours, Carl? No, none of them are mine. There's always, when Tony comes here, he highlights the fact that there's a million DVDs sitting on my TV console. None of them are mine. My girlfriend is obsessed with... Bad romantic comedies. Uh, look, and as you can see again, I'll point out, all white covers, mm-hmm. they're always white. If you want a, a, a romantic comedy, you've got to go with a white spine or white cover, basically. You you've got Sisters, the extended cut. Yeah. Yes. I saw Falling Our Stars. That's a real tearjerker. Yeah. Pretty depressing, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, like, has, you know... A f- Sort of a positive message, but very depressing. I just liked Tony then trying to grab a case out of the pile and <laughs> unable to get purchased on any so of them. many yeah. in there. <laughs> it's squeezed between pretty in pink and dirty dancing, is that? Mm-hmm. Dirty dancing, yeah, that's it. Wait, she, is, she is an inexplicable fan of obsessed with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right. But... Loves loves every other like piece of shit thing there. Like, like the first, she was watching the first Wives Club the other night, so that was good to watch. Is it yours or hers? Uh, Magic Mike Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> I own, I honestly own like five DVDs. I think. Hang I on, think she's got the uh, one of them is done in Danny McGinley's DVD. <laughs> <laughs> but there's the in excess. Uh, yeah, mini-series. she's got that as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got Ronnie Chang special Rain Man. That's <laughs> <laughs> Terms of endearment, yeah. Moonstruck. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> 16 candles. She's a big sucker for that cheap um, uh, a bucket of DVDs at JB on the way out. You know, Runaway the, the s- Bride. That's more supermarket DVDs. I was about yeah. to say that. These strike me as the $12 out the checkout of Coles. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, that seems to be a choice in her partner as well. Yeah. <laughs> Something that's close to being expired. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just lock that in <laughs> on a cheap rate. Hey, white and comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of, uh, speaking of calls, I've got a bit of a follow-up on something we've been talking about recently on the show. Uh, now, the milk bar near my house, Tony, I don't know if you if you have a local milk bar that's similar to this. You, you have go... milk bars in New Zealand? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're called dairies, as well you know. Uh, you, go to the, um, you go to the ice cream freezer and there's not your colourful wrapping that you used to. There's a lot of white packaging that oh. just says not for individual sale. Right, mm. like the Repo Man yeah. foods. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. So they're going down and buying their boxes of Cornettos. At Coles. Six for five bucks on special Mm. at Coles. Yeah, Yeah. and then selling them at $3 a pop. Ah. Yeah. The perfect crime. Mm. So, anyway, there's a new one that they've been doing recently that Mm. I just noticed yesterday. So, I don't know if you saw this. The Herald Sun recently had a little um, a little deal going where for the kiddies oh. you could go in and you could get a roll doll book for free, a little yep. mini version of a roll doll book. So have a guess when you walk into my milk bar. Right next to the door. Have a guess what's being sold at five dollars a oh, pop. Five bucks. No. Bit of Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Bit of the witches. Suddenly it's a bookshop. Exactly. Because that's the thing. It's like buying that other stock. It's like, well, that's keeping their overheads down. No. 
no one's asking you to right. sell books. Also, some poor sucker's walking out there with a copy of the Herald Sun without the without the free book in it as well. Well, I think, well, I think it's, you're going to get two dollars for the book, but still, oh. they've skimmed them off the top. I reckon yeah. there's just any that didn't sell, or they, if people didn't ask for them, they just didn't give them. Are out. they cutting out snake tails out of the paper and selling <laughs> selling that individually? Selling, uh, for five bucks, you can get that great magazine, The Good Weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should whistleblow on these people. I think they're well. Give us your address, Tommy. I uh, want to, but they're really nice to me. Yeah, they're, they're they really can afford nice to me. be. They're making a packet <laughs> off you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, where's it going to end? What's their next caper? Do you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what, what else can you? What else I, what can you subdivide? I, what if I burn episodes of this podcast onto CD and get oh. them to sell us for it, and we'll take a little cut? Oh, they would love that. What do, what do you call that when you uh, when you liquidation? Is that what you, when you, you you're sort of breaking something into the sum of its parts? No. Um, not liquidation, but That's what what what's that called? Compartmentalization. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What, what? I don't know where you're going with this. You don't know where I'm going with no, this. No, no. So I'm trying to think of what, what the some of the parts. What can you do? What else in a milk bar can you do that with? Oh, like, right, right. Just take like they start selling the cash register. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. yeah. It'll just be like they go out to La Porqueta, they get too much spaghetti, they've got leftovers, they get a doggy bag. Yeah. Next day they're selling that on the shelves. Are you yeah, talking about diversifying bucks. your portfolio? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to tap into my limited accounting knowledge. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm looking at you. Training. I thought you would know this stuff. <laughs> no, this terrible. is your this was your job. I was bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Arguable whether I do this well either, but I uh, I had been of dodgy dodgy customers and uh, dodgy trades. I had to take a taxi over here uh, because I was running late. Normally, I, I've been Ubering for the last two years or so. Oh, but, so by the way, we've been waiting for you for half an hour, uh, and Tony's been holding court with the history of Hollywood gossip, and it's been <laughs> it's been I've excellent. Been John ah. Michael Hauser <laughs> yeah. for the last half an oh, hour. You gotta catch me up on that because I, I am fascinated with Hollywood gossip. Yeah, but how's this? So I get a taxi for the first time in ages. And so I'm really worried about running late and keeping Tony waiting and stuff. Not you guys. You guys, I know yeah. you have nothing else to do. Mm, of course. That's yeah, fine. But Tony, I was like, I can't keep him waiting. So as soon as he pulls up front, I go, anyway, man, thanks so much for that. Five stars for you. And I jump out of the cab, forgetting that unlike an Uber, I actually have to pay this oh, person. Because wow. I was so used to it just being deducted from my bank account. Yeah. I was to look like the dodgiest, but I mean, to be fair, it wouldn't have been hard to catch me down. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since you have to go upstairs to get to our place, so it's not going to be, yeah. And also, to be fair, you can just pay your cousin back when you see him at Christmas. Oh, oh there it is. There it is. We all tip your daughter around. <laughs> not me. Not you. But the, the cab drivers love talk of Uber, though, don't they? They, oh, I was, they can't I, get I enough like of it. I it's a sensitive topic to them. Uh, I yeah. try not to bring it up mm. because I feel like it's uh, – have, have you found – have you chatted to them about it? I just, well, I, I don't have a phone, so I don't even quite know what Uber is. Yeah, I don't, right. you, occasionally, I'll someone I'll be with someone who just presses a button on their phone, car just arrives instantly. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not quite sure what, how it all what, works. What is the stance? Why are you so anti-technology? Oh, just, in, but in not, certain ways, like you're very keen on some forms of technology. Oh, I just worry. Aren't you? I'm on Twitter, but I, if I had a phone, I would just be tweeting and looking at the phone yes. everywhere I but went. You could That's update great. IMDb more often. <laughs> That's right. We need to get the key grip. From this week's 800 words. Uh, but you, the, the, so it's by by just going out without a phone for like being here. I'm not looking at Twitter. I'm not looking at. It's a way of forcing me to look yeah. at the real world. Yeah, I the think. opposite of that is actually Tommy. Like you, you you've spoken on this podcast about uh, like sometimes you check your Twitter or whatever when you're driving. Or have you got rid of that habit? Uh, I'm better at it, but I still do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I feel like it's the opposite, opposite spectrum because. I, I, I try my best to switch off the phone. Like, even now, I just put it on airplane mode just so I know that there's nothing that I can even accidentally 
look over and try to check. God, I'll tell you what, all this talk of not checking phones is fucking making <laughs> yeah. me want to check my phone. Well, I, I went to a sensory deprivation chamber in, in Northcote. You spent yeah. like a hundred bucks or something just to have a bit of peace and quiet. Yeah, we were, t- we were talking about, I, I want to do one. A friend of mine has been bigging it up to me. Let's it go together. awesome. Let's go together. Why, why go together? You're no, supposed I'm to get away. <laughs> just whisper sweet nothings into yeah. nothing. It'll be great. Let's see if we can get into the same tub. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fascinating. So the first thing that I enjoyed, was a, it's a one-hour session or whatever, how long I booked for an hour. And because it's very salinated, is that the word? Water, a lot of yes. salt in the water. Mm. You float a lot. Oh, and yes. to me... Th- to be fair, that's from the chicken you brought in with you. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> Chicken <laughs> that I brought in like a live chook. Oh, <laughs> <bucket of> <laughs> yeah. And that's helping him float? That's <laughs> no, helping him bloat. <laughs> so I was I was uh, in there and for the first ten minutes or so it's just fun to see to try and trick it to see, but because you physically cannot sink. Like you can try your best ah, to right. head. So back. you're trying to trick it by drowning in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I'll you show can, you. But you can't. So then it's fun just because you actually feel really weightless which yeah. <laughs> as you can imagine yeah. I was enjoying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> isn't there isn't the black isn't there a sea that's yes. like that where people can just <laughs> sorry you, you stopped your sentence <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the blacks? <laughs> well, it's just going to be about. But why I was stopping is because I'm going like, could Jesus that walking on water? Could it? Could it have just been that the water yeah. was so sour? Yeah, I believe yeah. it. These days, it's called the African American Sea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is. It is uh, the Dead Sea is meant the to dead be. Sea, the not Dead the Sea is meant sea. to be for so salinated that it's hard to sink. And I think it's a similar sort of concept. And your ears are submerged underwater. It's all black. So it's actually not. It's 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 fun initially, but then it becomes so frustrating because we're so used to having some sort of information come through. Like, I wanted to check my phone. I wanted to check my Oh, I emails. thought we were still talking about the Black Sea and you're like, I can't even check my phone in it. <laughs> <laughs> no service. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's that last... I finally hit a... Sw- oh, I fell asleep at one point as well. And that's a horrible way to wake up, like the sense of drowning. You're like... Yeah. <laughs> you're like oh you're, and then... But there's that sweet pocket of like 20 minutes where everything just shuts the fuck up. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I get it now. I'm into it. But you told me, and this made me angry I don't know why but you told this is very you you told me when you're in there you know, you're meant to go in there to just escape and switch off. You told me you were in there writing comedy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It is. It is. Uh, the, the, you fill out a form. Sneak saying, in a notepad, have it glued to the ceiling. Oh, there's one in South Melbourne that they give you a waterproof notepad. So if you have epiphanies, you're meant to, you can scribble it down. It's, wow. It's built into the system. What are they building in something where you have to get away from it all? But here's some stuff in case you don't want to get away from it. No, because it's. this is how you, uh, when you when you sign up or whatever, you fill out, you, you say you don't have any health issues or whatever you sign off on so that you lie about it then go <laughs> yeah, in yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i said my heart is tippy top <laughs> and uh i uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, uh one of the things is that why are you doing this is it relaxation or whatever meditation and the third one was like creativity so some people actually go in there to to collate their thoughts right so you know if joke writer like you carl i'm sure you'd find new ways to have whimsy about Live from the flotation tank. <laughs> Carl no, Chandler. No, totally. A, a hot take on wind chimes that we haven't had recently. <laughs> right. To add to my two wind chimes <laughs> jokes I already have. We were doing a gig on Monday night and I said a similar thing to Carl because he said he'd forgotten his joke book or whatever. I'm like, I bet there's some wind chime joke. He goes, I have two wind chime jokes. And he stops for about, gives you about two bits and goes, 
how do you have two wind time jokes? <laughs> he was just looking at his own career going, how did this happen? How do you have two jokes about most a thing that most people don't own one of? Exactly. <laughs> and that's, that is what I'm currently doing because I, I'm a bit like Tony and I think we've talked about this before but I, I can't write jokes, I can't write material like that sitting here. I go for a walk. Like yesterday I walked to Tommy's house which is a lot, it's, it's in uh, uh, Fitzroy so it's a long walk from here and then I walked back and the whole time I've got the notepad and I'm writing because I just can't concentrate Try from here, but if I'm if I'm out, so that would work for me. I need to yeah. be out to be thinking yeah. about stuff. Yeah, but um, I'll go, you know, five or six hours without looking at the internet, and that's fine. But now, don't you find every hour it's like Trump could have done something? Yeah, are yeah. we at war? Yeah, you constantly have to just check to make sure we're not at war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> now you know what it's like growing up in Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's so. That's like a, a tomorrow where the war began thing. When you're in the sensory deprivation tank. And right, and you come out, out while you're in there. Right, it's not bad. There's a there's that uh, riding across the street is that uh, food truck <laughs> place. Yeah. So that's where I'd go for my for my rations. Oh, I got to take cover. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have a mobile phone, Tony, which is is good. Um, uh, I have a mobile phone, obviously, and which and is the, bad. <laughs> it, it is bad. The running the running gag on this show is that my number is out there. I'm sure we've talked about this before. Right. My number's out there. Tommy let my number out there a couple of years ago. Oh four three eight. No, yeah. Six. Anyway. All right, all right. So, <laughs> go back and find the episode yourself. So, I, I I'm constantly being hit up by the listeners, whatever. Uh, but it's usually usually there's a fair bit of context. Like there, a lot of people use it as an information line, uh, just finding out about live shows and whatever, or about right. what's coming up. Um, I just before the show started, this is the text I get from someone I don't know. Um, now, is there any context in this? I just spotted Guy Sebastian looking for someone he knows by the back of their head in a cafe in Dixon, Canberra. <laughs> Why did I get this? <laughs> you don't know who sent no, it, does no, it no, say? No, no, oh, no. I think I know. I know what this I think is, I get yeah. It. This is what you chatted to Sam Mack and Ballard about, about Spotted. To oh. send, give suggestions for the oh. Sydney's celebrities. Celebrity spotted. Have you ever been spotted? <laughs> well, I'm usually, it's somebody else. It's Denton, it's James Valentine, right, it's right, Warwick right. Fairfax. There's a lot. A long list of people that I'm mistaken for. The great thing is once people think you're someone else, that's licensed to say anything and that person will get the blame. (laughs) There are so many people over Australia who are convinced that Andrew Denton is just incredibly casually racist (laughs) because of things things I've said where people think... About the Black Sea, yeah. (laughs) And other seas, not just the Black Sea. <laughs> but once people think you're someone else, that's great. Yeah. Oh, that would be that's awesome. Now, what we were talking about, we were trying to we're trying to get the listeners to can, like a campaign to to get someone into the spotted to make up that someone was somewhere and get them into the spotted section of the paper, like oh, the right, confidential right, right, spotted right, section. Yes. You know, Greg fleeted a cash converter since he killed her. <laughs> but instead of that, making something up. You know. There it is. <laughs> Well, I had a great one of those in England because it's always great to see a celebrity in a very mundane context. Totally. Mm. And I saw Howard Jones, the synth pop yes. pioneer from the – would you know uh, Howard Jones? No, no. Until, uh, no. Is this like our... to get to know you well. Oh, wait, wait. We can be one, we can yes, be yes, one Yes, 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 yes. I know that song. Was this when you were going with Ross Noble? Going with Ross Noble. Right. And we're at a services, which is, you know, like a service station. And right. Howard Jones arrived driving a – Really crappy uh, station wagon with a terrible rusty caravan being towed behind oh, it. Nice. Just the least likely context to see a synth pop 
pioneer. I think on Twitter I claimed he was sharing the driving with Nick Kershaw oh. and sleeping in the caravan. I was going to say, you, you should have looked in the caravan for Lloyd Cole and the commotions. <laughs> But yes, so yeah. that's my only well, we're, celebrity we're, site. Yeah, we're looking for... Um, uh, people were suggesting on Twitter. What were people suggesting again? Because we, we came to a sort of a bit of a blank. I was trying to force the, the idea of aggro, spotting aggro somewhere. Surely that if everyone's... Which? Aggro or Jamie Dunn? No, not Jamie Dunn, because who cares about Jamie Dunn? If but, you... but this is what I love, that you you keep bringing this up as if it's a normal thing. Yeah, like, you've watched the like Muppets ev- too much. Like, oh, it's not real. Oh, context <laughs> is... Spotted Randy the Puppet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, it's, it's, just a sp- it's just a confidential part of the paper. Like, you can put that in. No one's yeah, going to be right. ringing up going, no. no, you did not <laughs> see Kermit the Frog uh, in Gladstone, you know. But, the point but they're is not going to put it through, though. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? It's a, not they... an automated machine that goes, oh, here's a random name, here's a random location. <laughs> Done. No, but I think like I think you can go try if you're going to actually legitimately try and get it in there. You should try and give it some sort of very but similar. If, to if it's confidential, it doesn't matter. Like they're putting in Anthony Kalia stories and stuff like that. They're not. This Anthony is not. Anthony Kalia isn't a puppet. I well, mean, I can understand yeah, yeah. why you'd get confused. <laughs> they're not the hard-hitting journalists. They're not the one going. No, we're uh, upholding our journalistic ethics. You know, in the spotted section. If it, if ten people put in that they saw aggro at the fucking service station in Richmond, they're going to put it in. I think. Like who's to argue with? 10 people about well, then, seeing aggro. Well, then if you're saying that they're definitely... Yeah, you get to get a picture, picture of aggro in there. But <laughs> if you're saying that they're definitely going to put in aggro, well, then why not the sky's the limit? Why not Why not other fictional... Why not just say, oh, I saw Homer Simpson in there? No, because that's not <laughs> that's believable. That's stupid, Tommy. Yes. <laughs> Where is the light? Would pluck a duck? Would that be... Maybe, yes. He could be on his way to one yes. of his uh, after-dinner... Last, yes. <laughs> Last I saw him, he was skateboarding on some mountains. Exactly. <laughs> in an exactly. Exactly. KFC. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah, I know why the last time you saw it. <laughs> In my belly. <laughs> we talked about this before. Uh, it, you used to be able to book Pluck a Duck to come to like your work Christmas party. No. And it was right. something like 15 grand. Oh, what? And you're going, well, but he doesn't say anything, does he? he yeah. Doesn't, it's not like he has like a blue comedy routine. That yeah, he yeah, 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 yeah. And it could just – how do you even know it's – it's the real person. Well, that's the difference yeah, yeah. between you and me. You're saying like you think that's too much. In my head, I'm like, fuck, that sounds pretty reasonable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get plucker along, 15K, that's not bad. And yeah. they just hang around the party just giving drinks to like a topless barmaid or something? Or? No, no, giving out Nissan Pulsars. <laughs> so he brings the wheel in with him. If everyone gets a free car out of it, 15 grand isn't looking too bad. That, now, yeah, that would be pretty bad if... Pluck is getting 15 grand. Meanwhile, John Blackman's driving an Uber around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, is that true that he's driving an Uber? That's a lot of people are talking about it. Tony, you've heard really? about that? Oh, the last I heard of John Blackman was. Sorry, that- John, African American man. <laughs> <laughs> he's done it again. I heard he was doing, he had a house in Turak and he was on a breakfast radio show. He was on, I think, Triple M in Adelaide. Yes, that's right. But he couldn't even be bothered driving to Triple M studios, which were then in St Kilda. Right. So he had a landline which costs I think an enormous amount of money to make it sound like you're really in the right. radio yes. <laughs> so he would just get up I think in his bedroom and right. just be joining the zoo yeah, yeah, in so Adelaide he, he was literally phoning it in like, <laughs> yeah, he was literally yeah. phoning it in well, if he's got that much money surely he can't be driving Uber then is he U- Uber X at least yeah, <laughs> I yeah. mean no. Uber Black. That, yeah, exactly. Uber Blackman. He's, oh, he's done it again. Um, <laughs> that's surely that he's not doing that. Because I don't know. Would he be Would he be minted? Would he have enough money? He surely wouldn't have to worry about. He would have made a lot of money on 
Hey, hey. But I don't, a gambler. Do but there's a, there's a lot of people to pay. There's, you know, there's there's Daryl, there's John Buckman, there's Jackie, there's Murray Tregoning, there's all there's all the <laughs> fifth there's the, the, the Andrew Fife. Fifey's Fife's not coming yeah, cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sound effects guy, the captions guy, there's Jackson a, Jive. Yeah. <laughs> a, that would have been so quite cost a pretty penny. Raymond J. Bartholomew. Yeah, there's so yeah. many parts of that show. Henna <laughs> Dennison. The actual <laughs> gong that had to be yeah, that, yeah, that could yeah. have been cheap. Wilbur Wilde. Yeah. Frankie J. Holden. Yeah, well, he wasn't in it. Oh, wasn't he? Anyway, okay. No, no. He was okay. in Kamal? Do you think Kamal got a f- decent pay for that? Uh, Didn't I, he come out afterwards and really slam the show? Did uh, he? Yeah, I think recently he just said that they were very, like... Unkind. <laughs> <laughs> it was never established why, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's right up there with who let the dog out. No one knows the answer. <laughs> Stop being investigated. Get the Unsolved Mysteries team onto that one. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find Cold out. case. <laughs> but here I've been talking about this on radio, but there is a gold mine on YouTube at the moment, which Summers Carol on the official Summers Carol YouTube account have put up the first six episodes of the Daryl Summers show from oh, 1982. The late night show. Yeah, like right. the Tonight Show. And we're, the one where Daryl went, we're not going to have a set. That's going to be the set. So it's just some beige carpeted stairs. <laughs> that's amazing. And everyone just has to sit on the on the steps. That's there that's Costanza no pitching Seinfeld in Seinfeld. <laughs> so this is. should be the set. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> but you've got to have a look. And I don't. Th- I'm worried that Daryl has not bothered to watch the shows back before putting them up there because there's an incredibly racist bit of stand up from Ugly Dave Gray oh, wow. <laughs> in the first episode where he helpfully explains why. African people have big lips. Oh. <laughs> and that's explained well, that's in one some of, detail. That's one of life's great mysteries solved. <laughs> you can put that one as clear case closed. We've put our finest man on the case. <laughs> it's a whole Black Sea routine. <laughs> it so is. I, I'm sorry to, for my ignorance. Who's ugly? Oh, ugly Dave Gray. He, he was a star of uh, a show called Blankety Blanks in the 70s. And He's he was a, a British comedian, but... Based in Australia, yes. He, not, I don't ever recall hearing of Ugly Dave Gray in the UK. No, he's got no. a bit of work done these days, and now he's just <laughs> handsome, Dave <laughs> Black. Well, I think he just uh, rules the Gold Coast. I think he lives on. He's it, like a kind of. Uh, is he still around? I think so. Yeah, because he was in Angus Sampson played him in the King, that, right? That uh, miniseries about uh, Graham Kennedy, about yeah. Graham Kennedy, Stephen right. Curry, and so I think uh, Angus had to go. To the Gold Coast <laughs> compound of Ugly Dave Gray. Wow. And sort of. Uh, sort of uh, what's it called? Method acting. <laughs> That's right. I think Eric Banner chatted to uh, Chopper before he. <laughs> yes, he did. So it's up there with that. Yeah. <laughs> so did. when you're talking about lips of African American <laughs> men, no, I'm tell just, me. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. All I know is the punchline. I remember because we it was so offensive. We just fast forwarded a bit and we stopped at the punchline and it was Dave Gray going. Well, that's all very good, but why Manchester? <laughs> so, that was the punchline. That, that would have gone very well on the Daryl Summer Show in Australia as well. <laughs> but it's a great. It's there's so many crazy musical numbers. There's just like someone who you know those kind of musical acts that only ever appeared on the Mike Walsh Show. Yes, you'll see someone like Wally the Worker, the comedian oh, that used that to appear Wally on there. The Worker, he was on Midday, wasn't yes, he? Yes, yes. 
with uh, do you know mid- where do, where exactly do your memories go back to? <laughs> where where do you come from? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> because you mentioned something like you knew somebody, but you don't know Ugly Dave. Yeah, so, yeah, so there's it, a, my, where's my, the line? So I came to Australia in 2004, oh. but I post ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my knowledge of AU. <laughs> It all depends on whether something gets referenced often enough on a podcast right. or in a few podcasts. Then I'd know. So I'd know aggro. I don't know what aggro would look like if you showed me a picture, but I know the name aggro. Yeah. Or, right. You know, Mr. So you Squiggle. Know, so you know that there's a famous puppet called well, aggro, aggro that used to host a children's TV show. Yes. You've known about this for quite a while. 13 years. And not once have you thought to get on Google Images and just have a look at what he looks like. Well, you see, at this point, it's like, <laughs> once, it's like Schrodinger's cat. It could what, be anything in you know my what? brain. You know what? Once you find out what he looks like, you got to hit up Spotted in the paper to put it in there. Spotted aggro on Google Images. Uh, I want to get you a piece of paper and get you to draw me what you think aggro is. I uh, angry. Someone is angry. Yep. Uh, so maybe if it's a puppet, I'm guessing sort of a frowny face of some sort. Maybe eyebrows mm-hmm. that are like inverted. I feel like that's the best way you can get aggro. Yeah. Aggression. What colour do you think he is? I'm scared to say. <laughs> he's in the Kamal territory. Yeah. Do you think I, I Put it this way. Ugly Dave's got a bit about him. <laughs> oh, right. Really? <laughs> no, no, no. What do you think he is? Do you think he's based on a specific animal or do you think he's made to look like a person? I don't know. I, I, I'm picturing just a person, like a, like a, just any other sort of puppet, muppet sort of character. I haven't, is okay. it based on an animal? He looks like carpet. He looks like a welcome mat. Yeah. He's like brown. He's a welcome mat? Yeah, he's like there brown. There were a lot well, of carpet jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A lot was of a... underlay references. Yeah. <laughs> Axminster material. <laughs> it was all carpet, as I remember. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty great because he's on the on the TV at like 8am hosting a, you know, a show where they'd play kids' cartoons. Right. And he has a female co-host and there's kind of this like long-running bit of him like trying to fuck the co-host. Yeah. Like he's very <laughs> bawdy, very bawdy for a children's yeah. puppet. Is he, the, is he the voice for Carpet Call? Call, call, Carpet Call, the experts in the tree. No, they should have gotten him in though. <laughs> but yeah, there's like on YouTube there's like tapes of that they used to play at the Channel 7 Christmas parties. But so, it'd be, it's that thing like The Simpsons. I think it used to be like that uh, where it would be like, oh, you know, that's there for the, the puppet's there for the kids, but we give him a bit for the adults as well. Where ah. the bit for the adults is a puppet's trying to fuck a girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like humping her like a dog. Yeah. Spotted aggro in court for yeah. indecent. Yeah. yeah, hang on, spot it. Who would be, because like if you were in America, like who would, it would be like a recluse, like uh, JD Salinger. Yes, that right. would be, who do we have in this country oh, who would be see. the ultimate name to Isn't be in the, spot the, 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 Director of Mad Max, George... George Miller? No, he, he's on the he red carpet. Is he? Uh, I yeah. Like I'd see my one, Doug Mulray. Remember Doug oh, Mulray? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> just never heard from anymore. This is, again, yeah. you're going to have to give me and do some context. Well, Doug Mulray... Yeah, me and Tommy back in Sri Lanka high school. Well, <laughs> he was the king of Sydney radio in the 80s. He, had a, he was like the Triple M... Morning uh, breakfast guy mm-hmm. Shock jock Shock jock But a lot of comedy characters And then he had a Tonight Show In the mid-90s Just yep. called Mulray That there is no reference to On the internet Not right. in the IMDB For example well, It's someone's like it not never doing the, happened Someone's not doing their job Tony <laughs> <laughs> I've been, Someone's well, spending too much time On his non-phone <laughs> Someone's garden needs finished. a little work <laughs> He is gone Who else Who Who is in the recluse category Yeah, yeah. Um, I, What about What But most infamously about Doug Mulray was the one he, he hosted Australia's oh, naughty, yeah. naughtiest hosted, home videos. You know, when they do that great list of how long did shows, you know, Eric Banner, oh, yeah. Six, 
Mick Malloy show, I think there was eight. Remember, you go down and there's less and less episodes. The Comedy Sale, yes. three the, shows. The Big Even Store or whatever the the, the, uh, the Big Time with Mark Mitchell, two yes. shows. I think yes. Hamish and Andy were very – the first show was like yeah, two Yeah, whatever happened something? to them? Yeah. <laughs> I, hope they, I hope they're doing Thank okay. You, John. <laughs> but the one that wins it every time is the Naughtiest Home Video Show, which was hosted by Doug Mulray that didn't even get its first episode to air. Great. So that the myth I hear is Kerry Packer was cool. watching it. Get that fucking shit off the air now. <laughs> yeah. That was his yeah. classic quote. Which is what a lot of people <laughs> what do people say when they listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think if they ever reboot Naughtiest Home Videos, we'd been first in line for the hosting gig. You'd have to assume. Wasn't there something as horrendous as having some sort of animal? Uh... <laughs> well, the thing is, it was different in every state. What? So we like in some <laughs> no, but it, at the moment where it got ripped off, like, oh. some people got the right, whole show. Right, right. But in Melbourne, it was a. I think a child was a, a, a kangaroo's genitals were in a child's mouth. Yeah. There was something like that, and they went to ads. Uh, hang on, hang on. What's that, Skip? <laughs> Who's calling? Is that how they got the sound effect of? <laughs> no, what I remember is I was watching that with Mick Malloy and we were horrified and they went to ads and they came back from ads and it was the Cheers theme. <laughs> and suddenly the episode of Cheers started at like quarter past nine. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> I, my brain went to this other part where he said it was different in every state. I thought each state had their own naughty video. South Australia has someone shoving fruit chocks up their ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I think in South Australia, only like five minutes of it got to wear. Wow. In Melbourne, there was a guy with a scarf wrapped around and he's pouring coffee into the eye of it. <laughs> That deserves to get taken off the air just for the poor planning of like if you've got that video, don't open F one with it. Yeah. You don't open you don't open your comedy festival show with your big closer. You hold it off. Hold that off. Make that the series finale. No, no, it's kinda like casino. You just start with the big bang, you just show oh Robert Dinner exploding and you're like, that's your man no, acting piece. No, it's no, it's that it's that classic bit where the kid's got the kangaroo balls in his mouth and then, <laughs> and then there's like the record skip freeze frame. You're probably wondering how I got into this. <laughs> Rewind a bit. <laughs> yeah, a bit of um, a bit of what's his name? Wonder Years narration over the top of it. <laughs> series of unfortunate events. No, no, <laughs> season no, three. No, that's the opening scene of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> oh my god. Bring how I Met back. Your Mother Down Under. <laughs> Things are a bit different over here. Bring it back. <laughs> but, but hasn't it been? Someone told me they did show it. Didn't they show it a did couple they? of years ago? And like, it seemed incredibly tame now. It's uh, just yeah, totally. kangaroos, genitals are just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you been to the zoo? <laughs> it's hard to walk down the streets without a kangaroo cock in your mouth. Like, it's just it's so unfashionable. What do you think would have to happen on TV now for that to for that to happen? Just something to be pulled. No, but something to be pulled off the air. Pulled off the air. Uh, like at the ad break, you come back and the show's just gone. Yeah, I mean, you're literally getting strangers married and all that sort of stuff on air now, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. To, to you, marriage, anything you, you, to do with yeah, marriage yeah. is yeah. crazy. Sure. <laughs> Marrying a kangaroo and then us seeing the wedding night, yeah, that's a bit much. Yeah, yeah. But it's a fair call. I think you're right. There's, 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 you know, I also think that there's enough restrictions where you go, okay, after nine o'clock, you know, SBS, it's free for all. Yeah. You know, or, or whatever. You just give people enough warning. So what? it'll have to be a time issue. It'll be like daytime television, nipple. Or oh, I was watching, literally, we were recording this in the early afternoon. I was watching the midday movie. 
waiting for you guys to come here. Yeah. Full on boobs in a strip club. Oh, oh sorry for interrupting. Dude, no did, wonder I was knocking on the door for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they said they were recording an intro. <laughs> but what were you watching? What was the? It was uh, uh, Little it was, House on the Prairie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, did you it tape was, it? It was a classic Channel Seven movie. No wonder I'm not watching any, any of my girlfriend's movies. <laughs> Mid, <laughs> midday boobies, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, literally, there was it was an absolutely not needed. It was some. A nightclub, a strip it. club scene where it's like, okay, well, we're we're just talking, and then in yeah. the background, someone's just got their boobs out. There Sopranos no... or something like that, or what? Well, Sopranos. Sopranos. No, it was Sopranos like a, has a lot of it was things of those, in the bing. It was one of those Lifetime movies that they whack on at twelve o'clock, where it's like it's actually a bit of a girls' movie, right. but they just whacked a stripper in there as well. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm having a look at the TV guide for today, just yes. if we've got any like under <laughs> yeah. underage horny listeners who yeah. want to, you know, yeah. Yeah. Get a bit of... go back on the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, okay. it's so hard to find boobs these days. <laughs> Where do you look? Yeah, I mean, you're getting this podcast off the internet. Here's a big hint. Look, look further. <laughs> Hang on, with this, with this week's instalment of uh, Mr. Skin, Mr. Celebrity Skin, we've got Tom, Tommy Dasler. The Little Skin Skin Club. Yes. Um, oh, hang on. Uh, well, let me go back. Channel 7 at 12 o'clock today. Yeah. Uh, there was a, there was a, if you get this movie, if you can download this movie, there was a pair of exposed breasts in the background of a scene, probably about <laughs> half an hour in. Half an hour in. Remember to minus the amount of ads. Yeah. Oh, okay, here yeah. we go. Deadly exposure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you for real? <laughs> okay, and here's, and here's the plot. <laughs> A man endangers his own life when he uncovers an assassination plot while investigating his father's death. Oh, oh. sounds like a classic <laughs> Lifetime movie. <laughs> and then it says, yes, there are boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and who's in What's it? What's the rating? Who's he uncovers in? the assassination plot while peering through a hole that he's cut that looks into the girl's change room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't tell me anything else about it on here. No so stars. It, Google it. It's rated M and it's a thriller. Well, why put an M movie at 12 midday on a, on a, on a Wednesday? That's, does that, is it M, N? Do they do that anymore? Do they let you know what, what sort is of... It just oh, says, well, on here it just yeah, says right. N. It does say it N? It just says M. No, no, it just you says know, M. Oh. It's got what 4 I'm... out of 10 on IMDb. Bit harsh, Tony, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm fascinated by is uh, boobs and nudity in... Yeah, okay, end of sentence. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we get Generally, it. okay. But also, there are certain PG-13 movies that notoriously had uh, nudity in it, uh, which I don't think will be allowed now, like... Airplane, the movie, mm. has, oh, a, yes. has a scene where there's a there's a pair that just suddenly just shows up being on the screen and then vanishes. That's right. Yes. But there's also a Gene Wilder movie um, where I think it's Lady in Red or something. Oh, or, Lady that in title. Red with Kelly LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock, mm. yes. So she jumped later out. married to Stephen Seagal. Oh, what? Yes, nice work. If you Seriously. Get it. Well, she in this movie at one point you see her under siege and right. <laughs> she's getting and out of on a bed. deadly ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is, that, that is like classic sort of 70s, 80s comedy where it's just like just a pair of boobs comes onto screen. Yeah. For like no, It's just funny to see boobs like in a film. i yeah. got to say the Airplane is one of those few comedies that still hold up. Uh, like, yeah. I tried to tell you realise that you were in Australia where it's bizarrely known as Flying, flying High yes. in Sri Lanka too. Really? Sri Lanka was uh, in the cinemas it was Flying High in video it was Airplane. Right? Don't, don't ask me what, what happened What do they call there. aggro over there? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not good reviews for this film on IMDb, although the trivia section is currently empty, so we could add who in... Are the st- well. Take us to the stars. Tell us who's in Deadly. Oh, okay. Who plays the boobs? Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Whose boobs were they? Uh, okay, it's pretty barren. Meryl Streep, she's everywhere. Top-built <laughs> cast. Uh, no. 
Uh, no, you know whose boobs it was? Alan Smithies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Robbie Benson. Oh, Robbie Benson, who mm-hmm. was the star of The Chosen, uh-huh. a film in the late eight or early eighties. Uh, Laura Johnson. Don't know. Cliff Bemis. No. Jeff. East. I would say oh, the further dear. we go on, the less <laughs> likely we are to know like these a Patreon people. read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you your your knowledge of uh, obscure movie references? Yeah. Has that ever been used to your strength, like in terms of say trying to pick up or whatever I, back in the day? I was banned from a, a trivia night in oh. Fitzroy because it was a movie trivia night, and I don't think this is stereotyping or offensive to say that it was largely gay men. Really? Is that, do gay men love uh, trivia or love movies? Gay men know so much about older movies. Not right. all of them, but a certain kind of right. gay okay. man will be able to tell you the full cast list of whatever happened to Baby Jane. Right, right. right. Yep. And <laughs> it was Linda Gibson used to run it, the late Linda Gibson. And after two years, I was actually banned from <laughs> taking part because it, because it was just movie trivia. Right. But I don't know anything Not about anything else. But I, I tell you what I do remember is they had a trophy and the idea was whoever won had to get some piece of movie memorabilia and attach it to the trophy. So that's a lot of pressure. It's like a punishment every to win. No, every year. Right. So once right. a year. Right. And I remember I got Roger Corman's autograph. Right. Because I went to a speaking thing he did and he signed my book. And then I said, can you also just sign this piece of paper? Which he looked really suspicious about. <laughs> yeah. like, Maybe it's a check. Yeah. And, and uh, I just got him to sign it and I stuck it on the ward and everyone was convinced when, I'd done it myself and that yep. there's no way that was really Roger <laughs> Corman's signature. When you, see, I know this is wrong, but when you're saying Roger Corman, I'm picturing that police officer from Underbelly Season 1. <laughs> who, what's his name? Roger Corsa. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's not who you're talking about. Roger Corman was like a B-movie producer who made the original Little Shop of Horrors and Death Race 2000 and a lot of uh, Edgar Allan Poe movies. He was sort of Vincent known for, for, for ma- making things extremely cheap. Really cheap. And he effective. just gave so many directors their first film. Yeah, Martin, yeah. Uh, Martin Scorsese, or like, second film, really. But uh, yeah, fact-checking at home. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, for those, uh, yes, uh, for those using the information on this as their own movie trivia night. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. But he, oh, various, uh, Ron Howard did his first film, Grand Theft Auto, for, uh, Really? It's just going to turn into the movie show. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't take me down this rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But can see you light up. That's yeah, yeah. It's no, hard to. play to your strengths. I mean, <laughs> well, no, but B movies. There was, but we had a thing. Here's something that I don't know whether you had this in Australia, but we had it in New Zealand. Hang on. Maybe. You had it in Sri Lanka where there were cheaper sort of foreign versions of popular yes. Hollywood movies. Yes. So, so I had – we sorry to cut you off. Well, we, no, the example I would give is the Love Bug movies. Remember Herbie Rides yeah, Again? Yeah, yeah, totally. We First got, movie I ever saw. There was uh, the Love Bug, Herbie Rides Again, Herbie Goes to Monte Carlo, Herbie Goes Bananas. Yep. That's the canon. <laughs> right. <laughs> but in New Zealand, we got these movies called the Superbug movies <laughs> right. that were about a yellow V-dub who I don't think could speak, but just had really poor special effects. Like, basically, I think the only thing you could do is the wheels went sideways so you could <laughs> right, get into a right. really tight part. <laughs> right. But we had a series of Superbug but, movies. But so they made that in New Zealand? No, they were made in, like, somewhere in either Italy or Asia, but they were always dubbed by yeah. dubbed right. by America. Like, the, we got the Terence Hill and Bud Spencer movies, and right. we thought that they were Americans. Yeah, turns out they Italian. Mario Girotti, and there was, right. yeah. We, I, ha- I remember the... 
in 98 or 99, there was Anaconda with Jennifer Lopez, Ice Cube, yes. and stuff like that. And actually, uh, John Voight, you know? Yes. Incredible what actor. is that accent? I don't know. It was meant to be South African. <laughs> I don't know what it? that is. But anyway, that Anaconda movie was not B grade, but it was definitely not, you know, A grade either. No. But there was a knockoff called King Cobra <laughs> with, uh, is it Pat Morati? Mor- uh, Pat Morita oh. from The Karate Kid. Karate Kid. He was like the main actor and he gets killed by the King Cobra at one point. Spoilers. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> but the way they filmed the, the special effects is the camera had two fangs falling across oh, the lens. Amazing. No. So you've got the, uh, the point of view of the, of the Cobra and the camera just kept zooming in on his oh. head as he knocked his head backwards. So finally the crane didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen uh, Tony? Have you seen Hard Ticket to Hawaii? That's famously that? famously bad B movie that no. all of it's on YouTube and it's just it's just shit, bonkers, off the wall plot. Like right. part kind of like drug dealers in like a in a beach setting. And Any it, actors that we would know? No. And then the B plot is some people transporting a poisonous snake to a zoo. <laughs> The snake gets loose and is just driving around the island terrorising. Like, riding around the island terrorising. Driving would be yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. <laughs> but, um, but me and my housemate were watching it and we like had it because we'd heard, like, it's like this is like one of the great classically shit films. So have some beers, put it on, and we're just like having a great time going, ah, this is so funny and this bit's so shit. And then there's a scene where one of the characters just really casually drops the N-word. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just like no. Nothing puts the handbrake on a fun. It's like all of a sudden, like... Ah, uh, we should turn this off. This feels not cool all of a sudden. <laughs> well, in New Zealand what they would do, and I realised this when I moved to Australia in the 80s and I'd be talking about the Incredible Hulk movie and people oh, would be yeah. going, but the, what are you talking? There was no Incredible Hulk movie. And what they would do in New Zealand is they would take two episodes of a TV show, join them together <laughs> and release that as a movie in New yeah, Zealand. Wow. Right. That as well. so Battlestar like- Galactica? They did no, it with that. What did but you think of the great? There was like Ca- a Thor. There was uh, one of the one of the Incredible Hulks was with Thor uh, with Thor as a secondary character, and another oh. one was Daredevil as a secondary character. Really? And it was that same. What's his name? That Bill Bixby. Yeah, Bill Bixby's one. Really? Yeah, and it was sold as a movie. What did What did you think of the great current affair movie? <laughs> <laughs> Not a, I was going to say the Are You Being Served movie, and then I realised there was one. <laughs> where, of course, they went to Mallorca on holiday. <laughs> What kind of dodgy knockoff version of the Faulty Towers dining experience did you used to get in New Zealand? <laughs> I don't know if we ever. That's gone international now, hasn't it? The dining experience. Has it? It's. I mean, didn't John Cleese sue them or something? We've talked about it every time you've been on the show. So it would yeah. be remiss of us to not bring it up. It's. It's. It's back again. It just got another five star rating in Adelaide. Wow. Oh, wow. Are they ever, ever going to send a proper critic to go and see the Foldy Towers dining experience? Because it's, it's only ever people that are working, that are, that are colouring in the well, black squares in the crossword, that are going along, getting a free feed, seeing someone do a racist accent and going, <laughs> fuck, like how that. good is this? job description. What do you have to do today? Got to colour in the squares well, yeah. of the crossword. I go but, along with it because I love to, the idea that I live in a world where that someone gets paid to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I do love that. We don't know. Maybe it is that good. Maybe, yeah. maybe and, we should and don't go. you reckon? Recently, there was a Faulty Towers live show, the proper show that was yeah, that, off by that did not come with a meal. Yes, that was Stephen <laughs> Hall. Yes, and don't you reckon the guy who played Basil Faulty in the dining experience would be standing really judgmentally at the Furious. back of the yeah, theatre? Yeah, yeah. Furious. <laughs> I, no, I was going to say, I, I thought you meant. Don't you reckon there'd be ten percent of the audience rocking in there, getting halfway through and going, <laughs> "Yeah, but where's the fucking Palmer?" <laughs> 
Do you think it's like maybe it's like the guy who's in the Faulty Towers dining experience? You know how on Broadway actors will kind of stick around in their roles until the Tonys get announced, <laughs> yes. and then if they don't get nominated for a Tony, they're just out. Like you see, like the next day after the Tonys come <laughs> yes. out. Do you reckon it was like that? So it's like he's like it gets announced. Hey, we're going to do like an actual Faulty Towers live. It's going to tour around the country, and he's going. This is it. This is what I've been working in this fucking this fucking theatre restaurant for for ten years. And then Hawley gets it and he's like, well, that's it, I'm out. Yeah. And now they've had to find some other guy. Tony, you were telling me about the, the Titanic. Oh, uh, the Titanic theatre restaurant in, uh, in Williamstown. Williamstown. Yeah. I don't know if you oh, – Pete Smith is friends <laughs> with the guy who runs it. Pete Smith is a guy we should get in spotted. <laughs> you well, you sh- – hang on. You are <laughs> – there's only a couple of degrees of separation between you and the owner of the Titanic restaurant. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sorry to be a name dropper. <laughs> but So Pete Smith took me there at like 10 o'clock in the morning one time. And so the guy comes out and he's really fired up about it. So he set off everything at like, and it doesn't look as good at ten o'clock in the oh, morning. Yeah, right. And it's where you can you can eat in the posh bit or down in steerage. Right. And then they have dump tanks of water, so you're eating and there's like water whooshing underneath. <laughs> but the, <laughs> but the guy, I remember, he said how because they had an auction of all of the Titanic uh, cutlery and crockery from the movie at the Fox Studios in Sydney, and right. that crockery was based exactly on the original Titanic. So the guy sitting there saying, essentially, I have an exact replica <laughs> of the Titanic cutlery and crockery in this restaurant. But while he's telling me that, he's wearing a lifeboat, like a giant <laughs> inflatable lifeboat around his waist. Women and children only. <laughs> yeah. So he's telling me it's an absolutely authentic experience. And this is the exact replica of the beef lasagna that they were all eating in steerage that <laughs> night. What's the song that comes apparently... Oh, My heart it, will go on. No, no, no. Like, there's a song, but he also has the uh, what do you call it? The Statue of Liberty on a scissor lift outside <laughs> the window, oh. and so it goes up. So it feels like, like the restaurant sinking. is sinking because, of course, as we know, the Titanic did sink in full view of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, and it, it is a great trip from Southampton to Staten Island. <laughs> Yes, when they realised it had been Earth all along, right before they went <laughs> sinking into the ocean. But, but also, I mean, the, the idea that you're basing a theatre restaurant around one of the biggest tragedy disasters yeah, of all time, you're like, how is this going to end? Of course something's yeah, going to fuck up. I can't up. wait for Syria the musical. Yeah, yeah. No one's going to eat dinner at Armageddon, the theatre restaurant or whatever. Not yet they are. <laughs> but Why don't what? we do a dum-dum dining experience? <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. That's pretty I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> but what have we learnt from the entire Faulty Towers dining experience story? Surely it's that anyone can just take any show off the telly and turn it into a theatre restaurant yeah. show without obtaining any permissions at all. Because yeah. we just do a David Brent office. Yeah, the office. Yeah. That would be a very poor dining experience. Yeah, yeah. But as long as you have one letter different, you're in the clear. So just right. the office with one F. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you is mean? It's, is the Faulty Towers, did they have a different They've spelled space? the word faulty correctly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, great. Oh, God, lawyers are shit. Like, <laughs> that's so shit. But to- talking uh, about the uh, the food with the show, so this I don't think we've talked about this on the show before, but there was a number of years where there was this years ago where there was this sort of bad open mic comedian <laughs> that had a here we go. Uh, this popped in my head as well, and I think I was running through my archives of Dum Dum Club. I'm like, they must have talked about this. Well, well, I was more. Can we talk about this? <laughs> of course we can. Was, <laughs> You're the new Obama. <laughs> 
So, of course we can, the, Kyle Chandler. <laughs> of course we can cunt someone. So, <laughs> there was there's, there was a guy who did a solo show called, and, he, and this well, this guy thought he was a bit Bill Hicks and very out there. Oh, very... where he was playing Bill Hicks? No, 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 no. Because no. <laughs> there was one of there those. There was one of those, yes. Was he, I want to start a character called Dill Hicks. <laughs> <laughs> He's been dropping some truth bombs. This yeah. next About year's KFC. festival show. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Dill Hicks yeah. sorted. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you being this really out there controversial comedian. You're, Dill Hicks is the guy who finds out what the what the real herbs and spices from KFC yeah. are. Yeah. What is there? Is there a di- eat yourself? Is there a Bill Hicks special called? Is it is Relentless one of them? Yeah. Dill Hicks Relentless brackets at the buffet. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I just dill live at the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, he so this guy called himself. I mean, I'm not going to say his name, but I will tell you what the name of his show is. So it's very easily Googleable. Googleable. No, no. um, so his his show. He, he was he was very out there. He thought people would understand what this meant. He called his show commercially viable comedian. Right. Brackets comes with a free chicken parma and a pot. <laughs> Right, oh. so he thought that that people were going to understand what that meant. People just turned up and looked for their meal and oh their drink for the night. People were shitty, and the festival got calls. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I've t- mentioned this before, but there was a podcast in the early days of podcasting. There was a comedy podcast that was done live out of the Maori Chief Hotel in South Melbourne. It was uh, Andrew Goodwin, yes. Tim Smith, Simon Rogers, and they'd have a guest. And so I was the guest, and. I remember looking at the sign out the front and the, the place was packed, absolutely packed, and it said Chicken Palmer, $18, Chicken Palmer and Podcast, $16. <laughs> so people were realising if I stay for the podcast, I get $2 off the Palmer. It was a podcast, it was the chat. Yeah, yeah. The chat, and once I pointed that out, <laughs> never invited back to that podcast. <laughs> it's genius. Oh, we've got to we've got to get hold of that idea. Yeah, oh, that's, that's genius. To, to be fair, there's something similar on your Patreon subscribers. If they subscribe a thousand bucks, what is oh, the yeah, offer? No, the, the, no, yeah, it's, the, it's if you, if you subscribe a thousand dollars a month. Uh, uh, you. This you, is for their, you, you for get their funding. Their, yeah, their funding. Yeah, right, right. A thousand dollars a month, you get to fuck both of us. Yeah, for two thousand, oh, you only have to fuck once, <laughs> one of us. So. <laughs> <laughs> two bucks knocked off a palm if you have to listen. Oh man, I've got to do that at the gig that I run at Catfish. You get there's cheaper beers upstairs, so yeah. I could go yeah. pint twelve dollars pint with comedy. Oh right. no! Well, it's, but it's you've also got downstairs the Philly cheesesteak. Yes, yeah. that's yes. pretty. I haven't actually had one that's of those. Pretty great. But it Shave looks... two bucks off, make yeah. your show free, oh, and you're set. I want to. I want to see what were the audience like where you're having to sit through a podcast to get two dollars. They off. weren't that interested. Yeah. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> and how does that chat go with management, convincing them to lower their prices to help you out? Yeah, the thing yeah. is, you know, I don't think they'd been told. <laughs> oh. That was the whole thing. Oh, there was you go. Like, Okay. Go, really? Uh, if you were or smart is it a case where the the Palmer was never eighteen dollars? Exactly. It was oh, always sixteen. Exactly. Right. If you were smart, you would do that. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Yeah. 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 This right. I really like the idea of us doing a dining experience show for yeah. this podcast. Well, we did once do a live podcast 
at, in a McDonald's party room yes. really? without telling them. So every time someone came out the back, like we were pretending it was someone's birthday and we got right. balloons and everything and they were, right. they were coming up right. going, is everything good? And we're like having to throw them off the scent singing happy birthday every so often. <laughs> and now look how far you've come from yeah. doing podcasts in McDonald's <laughs> without telling them. Yeah, but that was very funny actually because we, we think, oh, this is a great idea, let's do this. And we had to sort of jump through all those hoops and whatever. But the listeners were like, well, we were getting good numbers to our podcast, mm. our live podcast at that stage. We went, all right, now we're going to bring it to the home of what we talk about most week, junk food. We're going to do this. And most people went, no, that sounds like we're going to get in trouble. And just everyone <laughs> stayed away from it. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. love how they think that McDonald's was too much trouble, but not Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> because, and also, we did charge them to come to McDonald's, yes. by the way. Really? Yes. But oh, that's t- illegal. <laughs> yeah. The Dum Dum Club dining experience. Yes. So yeah. because it's so, a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a dining experience, so it's not us. So this is what I love. We oh, can franchise so it's this out. Else playing you so guys. we, we yes, have this right. happening. I I was just thinking about it then while you were talking. It's dumb dumb club with a B on the end of each Yes. yes. <laughs> dumb, right. So it happens there's one date and one time where it happens at, at like every state around the country. <laughs> we find actors in each city. We've written out a script yeah. and this just happened. Meanwhile, we're just at home. This thing's, this thing's bringing in money for us. We don't even have to leave the but, house. Well, but can I already take the franchise to India with Papa Dum Club Club? <laughs> with with yeah. Dal, Chandler, Dal Chandler and Tommy Masala. Oh, yeah. oh, he's nutted it out. <laughs> that was in the I've work, I've worked, I've worked this idea a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what you were thinking in the, in the tank. You were working <laughs> yeah, at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the sensory deprivation. <laughs> Oh. Only thing, who to play me? There's just no Sri Lankans or Indian actors. Well, yeah. I think at one point there was like five or six productions of Wogs Out of Work really? touring really? Australia at one point. I remember Nick Buffalo. Wogs with too much work. That's <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Nick Buffalo was in the Sydney production. And I remember him telling me he was in it for six months and it still said Nick Giannopoulos in the program. <laughs> oh, really? And I remember him telling me he went to Nick Giannopoulos and said, well, can't. Why isn't it my name? Like, is this even legal? Like, actors' equity? Shouldn't it be my name in the program? And Giannopoulos goes, no, nah, no, nah, mate, we don't want to confuse the punters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep it simple with the name Nick Giannopoulos. <laughs> I like, is Buffalo just ethnic way of saying Buffalo? <laughs> no, one F. Ah, uh, this is like Faulty Towers again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nick Buffalo's running he's, around somewhere. He's out there selling Buffalo wings <laughs> and making a killing. It is weird, though, how in all the years of the Faulty Towers dining experience that no one has looked at that and just taken another taken another show. It's been running for like yeah. 12 well, need, years so what, or something. What are the, okay, what's the formula? You need a restaurant or, or hotel base, like some sort of yeah. food dining needs to be built. No one street. remembers Robin's Nest, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. um, Ratatouille. Cheers. The Ratatouille, Ratatouille dining experience. Oh, you want a rat yeah. in your food? Could, you, could rat. you do Cheers? Because all, There's what, a bar, if yeah. you, no, But, but I would think be, there is one. I think someone has done that. There is Central Perk Coffee? Is there an actual one? No, but France? if you could do a Cheers experience, I know there are like there's plenty of bars called Cheers where they've just bought the name. The oh, bar doesn't yep. look like Cheers at all. No. But if you did a instead of the dining experience, you could do the Cheers drinking experience. That's pretty good. If you right. book in, you buy tickets so that you've got time for the bartender to literally learn everyone's name. 
as you come in. Right. So you've got the real deal. So it's literally, what is your name? What do you do? No, <laughs> as they come in. No, no, no. Because everyone knows your name at Cheers. So as you ah. walk in, they go, you, everyone else sits in there. All the actors Car- go, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Right. And yeah. halfway through the dining experience, does the female lead, lead just mysteriously change? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Someone, and suddenly there's a psychiatrist just yeah. on the bar. What yeah. about the Seinfeld dining experience? Like you have the restaurant and once in a while you just have Kramer coming, running through the doors. Well, You've never yelling, seen Seinfeld, ye- have you? Ye- yelling, <laughs> yelling racist stuff. <laughs> I was going to say, Seinfeld like aggro for you. Did you do you know the name without knowing what happened? Well, that'd be good. The Cheers one. It'd be good if you then if spin-offs are included as well. So right. once you're done drinking, you go and you get like a you get like a therapy session right. with, right. with, with oh, Dr. Yeah, Fraser. Yeah, yeah. Is that a good idea to, to have a therapy session once you're really drunk? <laughs> when you're pissed, yeah. <laughs> they should have Mind Your Language, the, the, the live experience. Did you ever watch Mind Your Hang Language? Hang on a second. See, this is where I'm confused because Mind Your Language is way previous to but 2004. Come on, come on. Surely I know. Oh, blimey. Uh, he, but and Dil, Dil, got, this. Dil yeah. got this in Sri Lanka. Well, it was he? huge in Sri Lanka. Here's what I remember. This is a this, really the, mind your language and alo alo were massive. That's right. Mind your language was. Not what I thought you if were I remember say. the theme song was. And bloke who played the lead killed himself. Did he kill himself? It was yes. a car accident. Barry Evans, I think, oh. killed himself. We might have to Google this before yeah. the end the of the show. The guy who plays Ranjit Singh is a, uh, something Moses. Who uh, he's an, he's a Sri Lankan actor who played an Indian guy. So it was a. It was a, a teacher teaching people of every national stereotype yes. how to speak yeah. English. Correct. And it was so hammed up, like the Japanese guy could only say asshole. And every, <laughs> every L and R was swapped around. Now, that's him trying not to learn at that point, I think. If that's all he's <laughs> Barry, saying. Barry Evans was found dead in his bungalow by police. Now, suspicious. The cause of his death never been confirmed. Uh, there was uh. a blow to his head and high levels of alcohol oh. in his system. Mm, okay. An 18-year-old man was arrested but later released without charge due to insufficient... Evidence. Wow, this is a far oh, cry right, from right. when we were trying 18 to 18 different that was... <laughs> racial stereotypes were questioned. <laughs> Remember there was the French one who was meant to be hot and every... Uh, Danielle, I think her name was... I, here's something. This is how much of a nerd... You can be, and I don't reckon anyone else in the world ever noticed this. What I remember is the first like five series of Mind Your Language were like made by the BBC or okay. something like that. Then it went over to ITV, yep. and suddenly it clearly wasn't filmed in a studio anymore. It was right. just in a warehouse, <laughs> and the sound was really echoey, yep. and the laughs were like clearly added later. It wasn't right. alive. Right. And I remember we, even as being like a nine year old, I remember thinking, Mind your language just isn't the same anymore. <laughs> Mind your language has lost it. There's all this echo behind the racism now. It's not the same show. <laughs> it's not ironically not resonating with you. <laughs> but I, I really like, see, that's the thing. That show I loved just unironically. And I was trying to explain to someone, like, even Peter Sellers, The Party, talking about movies that don't hold up. The party is terrible. Like, I, I tried to watch it about a year ago, right. and it's just offensive. Birdie num num, Birdie not num working num, anymore. Just, no, 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 no. <laughs> just the, like, the part, a part of me thinks that the reason we why get it. I'm you think you're funnier than Peter Sellers. We get it. We get it. <laughs> is this one of Peter Sellers' yes. characters right now? Yeah, yeah. Dil Rook, better than The Goon Show. We get it. <laughs> the Brown Panther. That's what I am. Well, I'm, on radio, I remember we once ranked the Indian stereotypes, and I right. think we had Sellers at the top, 
and uh, Mahatma Coat at the bottom, <laughs> who was a cricketer. Uh, Greg Ritchie. Greg Ritchie, and yes. he would play an uh, Indian character on – he would brown up and play an Indian character on the footy show. The NRL oh, footy show. Yeah, right, right. And so Thank, they were He was a, a, a rotund ex-test uh, cricketer from Queen, Queensland, funnily enough. Yeah. <laughs> Weird yeah. that Pauline wouldn't be loved there. <laughs> I had uh, Ben Kingsley. He played Gandhi. Yes. Does he have any Indian in him at all? What about... What about I don't does he, he like want some? to? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you, you campaigning on a podcast to fuck Ben Kingsley. <laughs> Great. Let's he, make it happen. He won an Oscar, didn't he? Yeah. But, but he's, I, a, he's a sir. You, you'd have to include that because yeah. he right. insists on being called Sir Ben Kingsley. Sir racist. He? Did Gandhi <laughs> at any point say birdie num <laughs> in the film? Like how bad did it get? I can't remember it. Like would it look really dodgy if we went back and looked at it now? I think I mean it's 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 just it's it's blackface adjacent, isn't it? It's not quite blackface, but it's definitely him tanning up. Also, I found out that that guy from um, Short Circuit in Short Circuit. Oh, oh yeah, Fisher, Fisher Stevens. Fisher yeah. Stevens, not Indian. Not Indian. Yeah. And, and who was who was? I remember when he was. Blacking up for that role, he was also dating Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh. And I remember people at the time going, How is that? How did that guy end up with Michelle Pfeiffer? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, it's funny how you look back and you go, Oh, wow, yeah, different time. But then they did it like two years ago with, was it Emma Stone in that Cameron Crowe movie? movie yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. like pretending Aloha to be. Or what is yeah. It? yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, there's whitewashing happening all the time. Even there's a movie out right now where Matt Damon's playing a Chinese character. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, no. check out check the festival this year at the Dilruk Jai Singer Dining Experience. I'm the lead. <laughs> 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 all right, do your best Dilruk Jai Singer impression. <laughs> I'm st- we're still in production. Oh, okay. <laughs> all, right, all right, no spoilers. Come it's, and see it's, the full it's show. It's Dilruk with a C instead of a K. <laughs> we should, the next time you do a Dum Lum Live where you decide to do like a you know, fucked version of stand-up. We should swap characters. Have everyone do someone else. That's not oh bad. Yeah. yeah, that's not and bad. And I just want to see one of you play me. <laughs> well, maybe that's what the dining experience is. Rather than getting actors in, we all just play each other. Oh, yeah, instead yeah. of us playing ourselves, we play each other. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yes. Yeah. Which makes it not quite official. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Bootleg okay. version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tony, who do you want to be? If you could be anyone, not just in this room, anyone in comedy in the dining experience of Dum Dum Club. <laughs> yeah. Com- well, it's slightly outside of comedy, but I always wanted to play Gavin Wood. From the voiceover man from Countdown, yep. <laughs> and yes. there was a running joke. I don't know if it was a running joke, but it was mentioned a few times on Get This that I would love if they ever did it because I used to always do the uh, you know the the Countdown Top Ten where yep. you go Ice House frozen out at number eleven. <laughs> you would always have a pun for every. Yep. And so I went, if they ever do a Molly movie, I would love to play that role. And Ed Cavalier would always go, yeah, but you don't look like him. You're not <laughs> fat enough. You're going to have to put on weight like Robert De Niro and. And who plays the role in the miniseries? Ed Cavalier <laughs> played Gavin Wood. Ed Cavalier, the only person who looks less like Gavin Wood than me. Uh, and he, he didn't had even decent to call and tell you that this was happening at I, least. He, it was a very tentative call, but I, I sort of get, <laughs> I get one because they they wanted to improvise the because they weren't doing countdown; they were doing when Gavin and Molly were on radio, so they right. wanted to improvise. So of course, Cavalier does improv. So well, you, you know still, what you should still, do? You're you still you, a chance of when they reboot Houseboat <laughs> Horror to playing exactly. Gavin Wood. So. You know how to get him back? You should play Ed Cavalier in the Tony Martin movie. <laughs> 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 well, he showed up in. Uh, who was he in? I was he in Hoax. Hoax. I saw him in Hoax yeah, he did yeah. something in Hoax. Oh, what was he in Hoax? He was one of the guys who uh, I think. 
was he one of the cricketers? No. No, he was definitely someone in the corporate sort of. He was like the guy that got him to do the cigarette ads or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I d- I've only seen bits of Hoax because my girlfriend was watching it in the next room and whenever she would start screaming at the television, I would run in and the most screaming f- was when they had someone playing Dustin Hoffman. Did you see <laughs> oh, that? I, I did saw see that. that. Yes. I did see that. He's the one who convinces Jen. Oh, Krakow- my God. I don't the know how to pronounce her last name. He wasn't even doing the voice. He wasn't even doing, I want to go to Miami. He wasn't even. <laughs> he wasn't even doing like a, a theatre restaurant that version. That was close to Owen Wilson as well, to be fair. <laughs> they all sound the same. But that was a very strange call. Yeah. yeah. I do like that I, all I've seen, I've heard people talk about how it opened. And it opened with him doing his show about being hoax. And, and I it goes into flashback. Uh, for people be- that overseas that listen to this, it was a recent production about Paul Hogan. You would have seen Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. Uh, it was about Paul Hogan. This Channel 7 show. did like a, a mini-series telemovie about it. And, yeah. the, and, the, and the real Paul Hogan would do a live show where he would tour yes. around showing clips of himself. So that's the framing device of the miniseries. Wouldn't it be great, because Hoag still does that show, mm. He should be. how good would it be for him to be showing clips of Josh Lawson playing him doing the show where he's showing clips. Great. Wouldn't that, that Yes, would that would be and the ultimate. Spin out. And with a Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> so so Hogue could, could do his own Hogue's dining experience. Yeah. yeah. And get those tax returns up there. The Australian people uh, demand uh, to uh, see yeah. them. As I recall, wasn't the uh, Nolene Paul Hogan divorce? That was pretty ugly, wasn't it? Yeah, that wasn't it wasn't good. Well, yeah, they're hinting towards it already now. Right. Like there's a split. It, the bits that I saw is they split, but they they made up at the end of Episode one. I just yeah. felt, because I did see the very end, and I just felt sorry for Justine Clark, who was playing Nolene Hogan, just sitting in the audience of his live show, just clapping and just going, <laughs> oh, Hogs, <laughs> you roguish card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's done it again. So we had <laughs> That's Molly. not how I remember that relationship. Yeah. We had Molly, we had Hogs. Who's next? That's what yeah. I want to know. What's, oh. what's coming oh. down the pipe? Fleety. <laughs> oh, now that would be good. Oh my god! If we could kickstart the money to make a fleety teller movie, God, that'd be good. You know what I would love? <laughs> if, what if, would it be called? Can I have twenty bucks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's 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 off the gear. I hate to say it. He's ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> he's. Guys, I wish I was here with better news, but it's, I'm afraid he's well, no, off the gear. Because he's opposite of an intervention. You know, it might it might be good for his health, but he's ruining his reputation yeah. in Korea. <laughs> we did it. We uh, did the Dum Dum live in Perth, and he was on fire. Yeah, like, he was really he was good. In great form. I did a season in Adelaide with Fleety uh, last year, and off the gear because we were staying with him, so there was no way he could sneak out. And it was – I remember a couple of us going, it's eight, 1989 Fleety is back. Right, yeah, right. Well, who, I would love it if, if there was a, one of those Fleety telly movies. I'd love it if it was – of course, that's the unauthorised edition. Yeah. And then Fleety does his authorised edition oh, at the my. same time. Great. And the, the, the leap of fantasy between the two would be amazing <laughs> yes. because you'd have it amped up like the, the, the real version and then, of course, Fleety's version of his own life would be this insane fairy tale. It'd be like – You know what it'd wrong. be? It'd be you're watching the Gene Wilder, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and then yes. you're watching the Johnny Depp, Charlie and the yes. Chocolate Factory. Yes. But Fleety <laughs> – So we're getting Tim Burton to direct Yeah, this. why is there all this unnecessary backstory about your dad being a dentist? Who cares? <laughs> it's Johnny Depp as Greg Fleet. What? Yeah. yeah, but in, in, the, in Fleety's what version – there's like, there's like 20 years missing where he doesn't remember anything anyway. So, <laughs> But Fleety, he wrote that book 
and it was fairly honest. Mm. But the problem with Fleety is he's never written anything down. He's never kept notes. Yes. He's never written his own act down. Yes. The number of times I've been at some venue and Fleety will come up and go, do you remember that bit I used to do about such and such? How did that go? We've had it happen where we've sat around and been like quoting him to each other when he's around and he's like, fuck, that's great. Where's that from? <laughs> Good idea. <Yeah>. You. <laughs> but, no, there was, I'm sure we've brought this up before maybe with Tony, but there was literally a night where – uh, he did a bit and then came off and went, yeah, I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry you had to see that. And we're like, why? Oh, man, I just got up there and I just remembered <coughs> someone else's bit. Uh, whose was it? And we're like, it's fucking yours. <laughs> He's <laughs> stealing from himself. Yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't there a point, have we told this, you were because we're doing the, the roast of this man over here, Dilwuk Jai Singer, during the comedy festival on yes. April 14. You, years ago, you were saying, like, oh, there's not a roast culture here. Someone should organise one of Fleety. Yes. And you were going to do it and then he was like, uh, nah, no drug stuff. Yeah, he said right. we can do it as long as you don't mention any drugs. And we're like, so it's a five minute show. <laughs> okay, well, we'll get up there and talk about how great of a comic you are for an hour, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the by the is... way, for my roast as well, no fat jokes. Right? <laughs> but he's forgotten so much because I remember I was out with him and I suddenly went, had a flashback and I went, hang on, Fleet. Remember when they had the, uh, the Peter Allen miniseries? Yes. Mm. And I went, hang on. Part of the Peter Allen story that wasn't in the miniseries, his very last tour of Australia. Greg Fleet was hired as the support act for Peter Allen, sacked after one shot. Oh, wow. By Peter Allen. And I remember saying to Fleet, did you remember that? And he's gone, oh, where was that when I was writing the book? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like he's not only forgotten his own material, he's forgotten whole chunks of his life. He's, yeah. he's forgotten what would be anyone else's highlight of their life. Their <laughs> best sacked their, by their, Peter Allen. That would be anyone else's best dinner party yeah. story of their life. Yeah. Chandler, you're saying this like high and mighty, but you're notorious for not remembering any of the live podcasts. Well, that's only because I'm drunk when I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, so Fleety was clear-headed, was he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we've got to wrap this up for this week. Dilbrook uh, yes. Joe Senior, Tony Martin, thank you so much for joining Jeez. us. Yes, great. Uh, Dill, you've got a tour happening all around yes, the country right yes, now. Yes, I do. Uh, I'll be in Canberra on March 24th, Melbourne Comedy Festival, a March 30th to April 17th, and then I'll be in Sydney May 22nd. Okay, great. Yeah, so there's Dilruk J on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and stuff. So great. I'll post everything there. Tony, what do you got? I'm on tour with Damien Cowell's Disco Machine. <laughs> yes, somehow in my early 50s, I'm in a band. <laughs> so I'm having my cortisone shots yep. and I'll be dancing away. Uh, I'm not sure what the dates are. DamienCowell.com is mm-hmm. the place to what, go. What, what, uh, instead of uh, Come On, Eileen, what's the song? <laughs> it's Come On, Waleed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Damien Cowell used to be in Tism, of course. He did. He yes. was Humphrey Flaubert. And he's, uh, yeah, there's an album out called Get Your Dag On, which is pretty good. Right. Great. Uh, we've got our solo shows on sale at the Comedy Festival. My show, Tommy Daslow, Dinner for Two. Your show, Carl, uh, Carl Chandler, World's Best Comedian in the World. Yes. Uh, we've got live podcasts, Adelaide, March the 4th. We've got Brisbane, March the 18th. And then we've got every Sunday in April at the European Beer Cafe. We've then got the roast of Durok Jaya Singer on mm-hmm. Good Friday. I've had, I've had a lot of uh, fun tweets from people basically sending their schedule for the day, which has been like 7pm me, then I think Carl... Then Tommy, like almost going back to back. Mm. So yeah, and, get and on then that. the roast, that yeah, night. and then the roast that night, or oh, even any of the other nights. And by the way, just you know, like we always complain that people don't come and see our solo shows as much as the podcast and everything else. 
Uh, I'm in charge of the figures of the roast. The, the roast has sold twice as much as my entire run at the moment. Oh, so. oh we, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty exciting. People seem to be very excited to see me cry on stage. No, they, they just finally want to see you cop a bit of shit. I yeah, think that's yeah. it. Yeah, and for everyone on Facebook who hasn't said this already, yes, we know. It's just like every other podcast. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. every other comment seems to be, what's the difference? It's just going to be like every other podcast. Yeah, but yeah. what needs to happen at the end is you go off stage and there's a brief costume change and then Dill Hicks comes out and just <laughs> sticks it right. to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he'd go off stage, you hear the gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> Take and down then, that heckler. And then jail, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I want to go out. <laughs> uh, so guys, tickets for all that stuff. And of course, uh, join the information list uh, on the social media about the the, the Kosamui Podcast Festival. Go and get your com uh, on that because uh, we're, oh. we're staying at the Ozo Chewing Samui. Uh, this is Tony, you don't know about this, but <laughs> maybe we should spend a minute talking about this just quickly to let Tony come know. Come on, yeah. what's are, happening? We are going to the island of Koh Samui in Thailand to do a live podcast, and already we have dozens of bookings of Not people. Not just really? a live podcast. Do you have a following there? What, how we're no, people are coming from so, here. Yeah. Wow. I, I was doing yeah. gigs over in Brisbane, both almost, yeah, I think... Yeah, three night, three of the, uh, nights at the sit-down, different groups of people, like a person rather, without exaggeration. Each night someone said, hey, yeah, I've already booked my uh, booked my hotel at Ozo. Right. Are you coming? I'm like, I don't know. Apparently I have to drink if I come <laughs> and, and I want to stay sober. <laughs> yeah, so this is, we're, we're going over there. We're not just going over there to do podcasts. We're now running the first ever Kosamui International Podcast Festival. Wow. Now Who only one guests? podcast, only Mark one Maron? confirmed so far. Uh, just, just one podcast confirmed. Y- the people from Serial, are they going to be there? <laughs> We'll oh. do a, a series about yeah. them after have, yeah, Malcolm yeah. Gladwell. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got Steel Saunders yep. and Justin Hamilton. Yep, great. Uh, so all that stuff, uh, all that information and stuff, littledumdumclub.com. Keep your eye on the socials for any new stuff we're announcing about that. Yep. Guys, thanks very much for listening and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.